Download the app, Bet Big, Win Bigger. And I got to tell you, I really like the sound of that. And with WinBet, it's just that easy. WinBet has what you need to win. So if you're from Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, or right here in Virginia, sign up today to receive this special offer. New users can take advantage of WinBet's bet $50 to win $200. Just bet $50 and win $200 in free bets. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com. Download the app, bet big, and win bigger. Let's get after it. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 21 or older and present in a state where WinBet is available. Gambling problem? In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, and Virginia, call 1-800-GAMBLER. And in Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. Tennessee, y'all too. 1-800-889-9789. Welcome to the Greenlight Podcast. NFL Week 7 recap. We run through some of the best games from the weekend. We also recap the green light traveling circus to New York City. We went up there to watch the Yankees game. They unfortunately got swept, but now it's Phillies, Astros, World Series. We might go to that one on uh, Halloween. But football, we run through the best games. We talk the problem in the Bays with Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. Dallas, Detroit, Dak is back. Kansas City and San Francisco. Kyle goes in-depth on Tennessee, Indianapolis. Macon gets hype about the Giants in Jacksonville. And uh, Chris has a problem with Miami. We do a one word for the best of the rest and jump into Miller Lite mentions. Y'all enjoy and stay tuned on Wednesday for some more wonderful green light. moment of silence for all my monies um that left my i don't even know what account is linked to my my win bet account but all the monies that left my account and uh matriculated their way into uh the win bet app uh house monies nonetheless but they're gone now and there's no getting them back and i need to change i can't gamble like i gambled last night I was a degenerate. I was the guy that needs to call the hotline. I got mad at the 1 p.m.s and took them out on the 4 p.m.s. You know the deal. Yep. Um, Jags money line under in Green Bay. Bucks first half. Bucks live line over in Indy. Not even close. Uh, Jets won. Uh, San Francisco. San Francisco in five teasers. Okay. Thought seven points would be enough. They kept uh, it within 30. Yeah, they did. <laughs> Uh, and then the under in San Francisco, which was excruciating. Man. Then I bet the over Sunday night. Guys, I was on fire. Not in a good way yesterday. Um, so I'll be stopping now until tonight. And hey, can I say this? Fuck the Dolphins. <laughs> All right? All I need you guys to do is score some fucking points. I get talked into them over a whole offseason. I got to be nice to Tua because I said something mean about the deep ball. I got to kiss your asses, and then I bet the over just on the strength of you guys being a fucking machine offensively. 
Well, when you look closer, you're not a machine offensively. You had one good half against Baltimore. You scored 14 points on offense against fucking Buffalo. You scored zero points in the second half last night. Kick the field goal. Just take the fucking points. The offense outside the Ravens has not been that good. I don't want to make this about Miami. This is about my gambling. And I'll take this moment uh, to be quiet and take the moment of silence, okay? These are my win bet. Kyle, it was a fucking moment of silence. Now I got a bet tonight. There you go. This you can bet with that. Those are my me, win dude. bet winnings from last week. Okay. I, Could I, I the interest over you in any in Chiefs game. tennis live lines, which go all day long. <laughs> no, 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 no. Bro, I worked so hard. I worked tirelessly to climb out of a hole this weekend and, and did did so well. I'm like 75% out of that hole. Give me a Borna Korich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to have to look. I'm going to have to jump into the okay. app. Borna Korich. I, I know there's some scar tissue with Borna Korich, but there are ways out of this hole, and I'm, I'm, I'm sorry for your... Fucking dolphins, man. They could be great. They might be oh, great. The first 15, they're great. Mostert? Mike McDaniel's got a great play sheet. Outside zone? True. Yeah, to get Edmonds off the field, dude. Yes. Just give me Mostert. Yes. But holy shit, dude. I had the over in that game. The first five minutes of that game seemed like it was going to hit in the, in been the first quarter. nothing. Okay, guys, I had a bad day. Okay, so we're going to flush it. We're going to move on. Um, and I'm going to bet the fuck out of Monday night. What do you think the right play is? The chase continues. I'm going to look up who's playing. It's yeah. absolutely the Patriots, 100% the Patriots. You know Planet Earth when there's like a... And take the under. A cougar running after a bunch of elk, and eventually he just tries to fucking eat them all, and then he gets tired and stops. I'm not going to stop. Just keep going. I'm going to bet the Patriots You're tonight. on trend. A cougar like on trend. Big, I'm going to bet the Patriots big tonight. This might not make you feel any better, yeah. but I'm on a little two-team teaser. Yeah. Steelers plus 14, which is now in the past for you, and, and now you Patriots get. minus one. I want you to win. Thanks. I got okay. a question for you, Chris. Yeah. Would you would you be as heavily invested in the Patriots if I told you that Mac Jones was for sure the starter? Um, It's it's. It kind of doesn't matter for me. See for okay. No, I'm betting heavy. I'm betting no. I'm betting heavier if it's a zappy led team. Really? Yeah. No, Mac Jones is the guy. You got to stick with the hot hand. I Download if, bet win. I agree to disagree. I don't know if the guy's in New England. Maybe they need to trade for Aaron Rodgers. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Ooh. Okay. Uh, let's talk about our weekend. I mean, a couple of us were there. Uh, we went to New York, and I blame what I just talked about on. Fucking New York City turned me into a big dumb animal. I came home and I just, wow. I just sought stimulus. I just, I just sat on the couch alone. You fuckers, we took the day off, so I was alone. Nobody was like, Chris, stop. You know, like it was always like, stop, like just stop. I tried to bounce you off Sunday ticket as much as I could. You did, bro. I kept getting kicked off Sunday ticket. One of my TVs wasn't fucking working. I'm mashing the app. I'm getting kicked out of Sunday ticket. I'm like, who the fuck is signing in? I give everybody, that was me. everybody the day off. I want to apologize for that, but it was working beautifully the last couple of weeks. I wasn't kicked off. Once. Well, because I wasn't. I was home, and I had yeah. to use my computer to watch yeah. three of the six games that I was betting on. So, talk to us about Yankee Stadium. Oh yeah, the the Yankees have been bounced. By the way, yeah, I noticed. I noticed Scott's uh, Scott, New we're York sorry. Yankee he had his office hat. Yeah, he changed his hat. That's <laughs> funny, Scott. Uh, First off, thank you to Scott for giving us a great weekend. Bought a ton of tickets. Dudes went up. We got to experience Yankee Stadium. Also, kind of put me in the crosshairs, Scott, because I didn't put it together when you asked if we wanted to go to the Yankees game in October, October 22nd. Just a date to me. I'm not really thinking about the Phils at that point. You know, one day at a time. I don't want to jinx the Phils. 
But, you know, people in Philly are on my head because I'm Saw at that. the Yankees game and not the Phillies game. That's a shame, though. Which is one of my favorite things in the world. Like, listen, Philly, like, you're my favorite place in the world. I stroke you guys all the fucking time. I wanted to take uh, my, my, my crew to New York City for the weekend. We had business to attend to, and we wanted to go to the Yankees game. Okay? Kill me. Frickin' Jason Peters over here. Yeah, right. Wow. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. Just fucking kill me. Benedict and Arnold. I was doing oppo research. I know I know a little bit more about Houston than I did Saturday afternoon. Go, hit us. I Go love ahead. that angle. Download. Okay. There's a guy named Alvarez. <laughs> he hits the ball a long fucking way. Okay. A lot of people yell at a guy named Altuve. Fuck you, Altuve. Yeah. I heard yeah. that a lot. Yeah. Okay. Um they don't cheat anymore. Dusty Baker. Legend. Right now, now that now that Garrett Cole moved moved to the Yankees, the, oh, I the, thought Garrett cleansed. Cole was pitching for the fucking Astros Saturday <laughs> night because the Yankees couldn't hit a goddamn baseball. I haven't been in one of those stadiums. I don't know five years. How <laughs> so was the fun. baseball? The, how was the experience? It was like it was like a I was like a foreigner, dude. I've never been in in a situation like that before. It was like walking into a new country. It was like a baseball game. I haven't been in a baseball game in forever. I used to go to Cardinals games every now and again. But to go it to Yankee Stadium, which was really cool. I know it's not the old one. And the Audi lounge is hideous. There's a bunch of black windows in center field. You see it on TV. It looks even worse in person. But the stadium is pretty good looking. It's very clean. It's clean enough that Billy Football, who we ran into, dropped a Zin in the concourse and put it back in his mouth at 1 a.m. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know how much that says. I don't know how much that says. I know, I know, I know. But, but the bottom line is these fans, man, they are awesome. Like Yankees fans, I know like people probably have their preconceived notions about them, but we got to go to Billy's, the sports bar right next to the stadium, and people get off the subway and walk down the, the steps by the stadium, and there's a rooftop part of Billy's, which is a madhouse. I mean, people are getting like booed like a motherfucker mm -hmm. in Billy's. We were walking down the stairs, and people started booing, and I thought it was because people thought we were Astros fans. Luckily, there was one at the bottom of the stairs. Uh -huh. Kingston had on a fucking, he had orange on his hat. Yeah. He almost got oh. us killed. Bro. I had a UVA hat on. I was super paranoid the whole time. There was guys like staring me down. <laughs> I was not trying to be a That's fan great. of the Astros. But you're out there, uh, you're out at Billy's and dudes are just walking off the subway like loads of people every five, seven minutes or whatever it is. And at these Yankees fans, they have so many traditions. I mean, like you could just tell, like they know, they, they have their way of doing things. And every time these people got off the subway and walked down the stairs, people start cheering and screaming at them. They hype each other up. It was like every five minutes. I loved it. I felt like, you know, I was part of uh, Yankees Nation. What did you, what did you, sorry, what did you feel about the fans in the stadium? Were they smarter than football fans situationally? Oh, like? dude, I heard some great analysis in the bathroom. <laughs> I was taking a leak, you know, when you just hear a bunch of people pissing and there was a guy pissing. And he was talking to another guy pissed, and he was like, uh, Yankees can't win if we get no hit. And then the other guy was like, that's a great point. <laughs> then he just finished pissing. Oh, my God. The Yankees fans are amazing. They are just so, I don't know how to put it. And, Scott, you could probably tell me what the word is. But when Rizzo lined out with two guys on, there was a guy behind us that just went, <laughs> it was like quiet and what just fucking scream like they really care a lot you know sometimes i think people are just acting like they care about they baseball because it's like a big tradition you know because i could get lost in the tradition of baseball but it actually like they fucking care dude a lot big fans a there, lot there's ride or die on every single play and i, I know exactly the person who yelled i know exactly who you're yeah, talking you know about as well they it's it's uh yeah unfortunately we saw a pretty dead game like literally nothing happened like zero zero positive plays for the new york yankees so the crowd wasn't as what it could be um 
but it was a good time. And yeah, I take full blame for bringing everybody up to the Bronx. Had to see it. It's good times. Well, at this point, like real hard, go Phillies. Consider real hard. scared straight. Okay, yeah, yeah, go Phillies. But like, we're definitely we've seen everything. We, you, I, I'm. I want to take us up to 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 Philly for the World Series. Dude. I would love to do. I would that. love to do that as a group. Would you possibly do that? Yeah, I would. Okay, that'd be sick. Can we take the train? Hollow Man I Scott. Love trains. Hollow yeah. Man Scott because ticket prices. Uh, for game three, oh, yeah. we're like a billion dollars, yeah. and then ticket prices for game four were or twenty dollars. <laughs> so Scott just bought like a fuck ton of tickets. You should have just took us to game four. So I had a few extras. I wouldn't have gambled, but bro, yesterday yeah, everybody yeah. would have won. It was it, it it hurt me in real time as well because I had a few extras that I'm sitting on the on the on the on the uh, sites right. They're sitting on there. Yeah. Not happening. Not happening. Second inning, I I went boom down to like twenty five bucks. So now I know what the people bought and they're gonna sit right in front of me. <laughs> so we had a conversation. I was like, hey, great great deal on those tickets, huh, buddy? It's like, yep. So Pretty did you deal. know the guy that I snapped a picture of somewhere during the eighth inning when you guys were just like you couldn't hit a baseball? There was a guy in front of me. He was maybe 55, 60 years old, and he was uh, Googling Derek Jeter's stats just for like the entire in inning, and I snapped a picture of him, you know, like the back of his head. This is pretty funny. Objectively, there's a guy just longing for Derek Down Jeter. Down 5 nothing. Down 5 nothing. Yeah. And that's the thing about baseball. You have time to do that shit. Like the the viewing experience is awesome. You know, you can take a break. You can go do something. You can yell at the players. There was a guy behind me yelling at all the players. Every player. He had a very creative way of yelling at the players. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like all of them. It was very personal. Couple lunatics in that in that bunch. Fuck you, Altuve. Your fans should have been sent uh, videos of the Sox come back from three games right. to nothing Sound to get fired up for Game Four. The great idea, right? Yeah. Sounds, but someone in the. Uh, Someone in the front office and, and in the clubhouse had that exact idea. Wait, what happened? Thought it was a tremendous idea to pipe in video highlights of the Red Sox coming back in 2004 what? against the New York Yankees to motivate the New York Yankees to come back against the Houston Astros. Love everything about One that. One of the most embarrassing wow. moments for the franchise, I think, in, in history, to be honest. And it's, get, get Poppy on like, like, Head should roll for that alone. And I heard Marley... Uh, uh, one of the one of the writers for MLB was talking about like how this originally happened too, and apparently, this is full circle here. Uh, David Ortiz was wearing a Brian Dawkins jersey in some in some place. Uh, Marley Rivera had said this, and apparently Brian Dawkins is Aaron Boone's favorite football player. So they FaceTimed so that he could uh. see the Brian Dawkins jersey, and then started talking about the comeback, and then like piped in with everybody. And then else. they used so, it. Yeah. Oh yeah, great. I mean, great, great. What, what are we Aaron doing? Boone just taking W's what are we doing? left and right, like complaining about the wind after game two. Uh, both teams had to yeah. had had access. They were to playing the dirty water between every inning, inning of uh, game four in yeah. Yankee Stadium. That's not true. Trying but to yes. get that. Well, get that how about Sox mojo? How about him? Is that the is that that gross song by? The oh, it's such a good song. Murphy's that Got, song. Yeah. It, they played it. They played at Fenway Park. If you yeah. ever took me to one of those torture facilities, they just put me in a room and play that song. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Speaking of songs, one of the more egregious things that the Yankees have been doing, and it, last night it felt a thousand times worse, start spreading the news, plays on the stadium as the Astros win, beat the Yankees, 
and they're playing start spreading the news through the uh, through the loudspeakers at Yankee Stadium while they are celebrating the the win against the Yankees. Sad bunch watch the bunch watching the very end of that of game 4 last night, right? Like I mean, I guess you have to cuz you're you're within striking distance, but that's the thing about baseball. You know it's over for a while. Like yeah. you like it's not like football where your team collapses in 5 minutes. Like you you've got a couple days to prepare to die. Yeah, you there's a I mean? there's a feeling. There's, there's a, a feeling. feeling of of the group. How are the fits? Everybody feel good about what they're wearing? I know break them down. Matt was wearing orange and blue. Yeah, well, I was just the, I looked like the Unabomber. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, oh, like I usually do, pretty much. I just didn't have sunglasses on. Right, here's what I did for fun. I planned my outfit for the trip. I didn't yeah, yeah. go on. So wear wear a nice navy hoodie with an LT jersey over top. Oh, because nice. I'm no Yankees fan, but I wanted to you know fit in. They would think that I was one of them. That would have worked. Really, that yeah, would have played big time, bro. Maybe a gray jean. That would have played big time, bro. Could have used LT I over just the weekend. I did yeah. a flannel hoodie, and then when we got home, I went back to the hotel to put on a dinner flannel because yeah. we went out. <laughs> we went everywhere, dude. Billy Football gets the St. Louis Memorial Award uh, for, like, sh- sh- shepherding us through that city. He was, like, a, a translator or something. Uh, you know, like when we, because at the end of the game, when things were getting rough, Matt was like, Billy football is in the next section. Like <laughs> his face, he was so excited that Billy football was there. I was like, where dude? And then we ran right into Billy football up in the con- concourse. That's where he dropped us in and somehow had the wherewithal to put it back in at one of the more, I don't know, wherewithal would be the right word. That's amazing. Um, he helped us find the right train. Uh, he, he helped hung us out with us for like six, seven hours until he until he couldn't hang until anymore. he Irish goodbye. He couldn't point. hang anymore. That I all drink a, him. That was a big W. Yeah, that we put Billy Football to bed. Now Billy Football deserves a lot of praise. He's the reason we even had a great time at all. So I love the guy, and it was so good to see him in person. Never, hey, Billy no. Football is a big guy. Big dude, yeah. a big guy. Y'all got I, about. 15, 16 years on him, too. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. That's Age. I, I felt like that was a big win for <laughs> yeah. us. When yeah. Billy disappeared without announcing, I was like, man, we still got it. Okay, ready for America's team. And shout out to Al Collins. Great to meet you. Oh, Nate's Al dad was Collins there. Al Collins was there? Yeah. Al Collins. Oh, Collins. Al Collins. Oh, Al Cali? Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. He's... Damn. No. You guys are in good company. No, 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 no. Al Collins, uh, Al Cowlings <laughs> should do a car service. <laughs> you know? Hard cut. Yeah. <laughs> Innocent until proven guilty. <laughs> okay, but Al Collins is just innocent, period. He's a great person. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love Nate's dad so much. Might, so much. Might should change his name to Al Fax. Yes. And it's so fun watching them interact like they're just two buddies. Yes. Like, and they just bicker like buddies and poke each other. His like dad looks buddies. just like him. It's they crazy. are just, the genetics be like that. Except yeah. for with you, you fucking mutant. I don't know. I don't look <laughs> like anybody. Where the fuck did you come from? I don't know. I'm still figuring it out. Bradley Cooper do steroids and then Stop it. have sex with a, with a Ukrainian gymnast <laughs> to make gone, you. Dude. <laughs> okay. All right. America's teams. Got him. I, 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 should I go first? Because you know what's coming. The Philadelphia Phillies are yeah, coming. Yeah, and I got to do this, but I mean it. It's not just, I'm not just making good because we were at Yankee Stadium Saturday night. I'm making good yeah. because they are America's team. They're literally red, white, and blue. Okay? They're going to the World Series. That atmosphere was fucking electric. I mean, like that, the rain, like just nasty. It was like Philly weather dude and and Bryce Harper is now um a dude in the postseason like this run is incredible he's like the new Mr. October I don't get out out ahead of myself here Kyle 
But you know, you asked that question last week on uh, on on Twitter, and I think it was a good one. I think it's probably David Ortiz, right? Is he this yeah. generation's yeah. Mr. October? Scott, would you say I know it's painful for you, but might be cathartic. Manram or the uh, Keith Folk? Yeah, Keith Folk. Keith Folk no, <laughs> David Ortiz. What's the picture from the Giants? What's the picture from the Giants? That's to me, uh, to me, uh, Mad Bomb. Uh, Mad Bomb. Mad Bomb. Yeah, that's my. Bad bum, more like Mister Complainer. Mm. Complains about everything. <laughs> he didn't. Okay. He God, didn't. Guy looked at Giants. his home run. Hey, what? Guys are having a connection out Watch there. Watch this. Watch what I can do. Yeah. Bryce Harper. Yeah. Gene Segura. Oh. JT Real Muto. Yeah. Uh, Reese, Reese Hopkins. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What, what Great a spelling. Uh, that might be all I can do, but pretty yeah. good. There's a few of them out there. Yeah. And listen, I'm I. I I'm not like a baseball fanatic, but um, no pun intended. This is fucking awesome, and uh, and his dinger had to be the best feeling in sports in 2022. Make a play that makes you feel better than hitting that fucking piss missile out of the ballpark. I mean, like that is stuff of legend. If they win the World Series, that's statue territory yeah. for him. Mm-hmm. And all the angles they have now, and all the 4K footage, and I have you chills, know, dude. Like the green light Twitter had a. a you know, a Bryce Harper POV from the dugout, really, in like 4K, and it was amazing. There's no commentary. All you hear is the crack of the bat and the fans, and there's nothing like it. And they said, what else sounds this good in sports? I was thinking, like, maybe Tiger flushing a drive at the, you know, U.S. Open and all the people around him going crazy. But You know, this isn't sports, Kyle, but a dog uh, lapping up water is my favorite sound. That's good. Okay. They actually dig it with the back of their tongue, the bottom of their tongue. They scoop it that way. Are you serious? They don't go that way. I love that sound. The tongue doesn't go that way. It goes this way and scoops it up like an elephant's trunk. That's awesome. So Bryce Harper's bat went that way and hit it the (laughs) other way, which is so impressive. I mean, just the power... Oh, see how I steered us out of dog laughing up water. So, great. so, so, so John Middleton walked up to him after the game and was like, "I think we underpaid you. <laughs> they paid him three hundred thirty million dollars. Like, this guy is a fucking legend. And amazing what winning does. Because when he was in Washington, it's not that they weren't winning, but they didn't win the whole thing. Like, he was thought of kind of like this. I don't know. What was your take on Bryce Harper? Well. The media machine did him no favors. Like he came in with everybody being like, "Oh, this this hot shot." Yeah. Uh, he had to overcome a, a very high hurdle to become likable. In a weird way, and now he's like, he does a lot of that to himself, though. Really? Uh, yeah. I'm gonna say this because I love Bryce Harper. Yeah. I do, and he's yeah, a freak, well. and he's got a, a great stroke, and I think he plays the game the we way. We want to have him on the played. podcast. And he didn't win but that here's title the deal. with Washington. Here's the deal: right? as a bald guy, I always take notice of people's hair, and his hair is always visible because his helmet always comes off. You know, that beautiful flow. Maybe I'm a hater because of the hair. I think you'd be a hater. But I don't know. I think a lot of people share this sentiment where it's like, well, hey, there's just a lot of haters put out the there. flow away. Yeah. We oh. see it. So he has his lettuce is too good. So That's you're like, that you know, him in the it's like a porn star just walking around with mesh shorts with no undies on. It's like, hey, man, why are you doing this to everybody? Showing the dick. Why are you doing this? So, you know, actually, they're not that big in reality. It's all camera angles. Okay. Okay. <laughs> But Bryce Harper does have great hair. You know, yeah, okay. I'm gonna say your team now. Your team, it is your team. Your yeah. team's got a uh, yeah. Jason Worth looking cat. Yeah, dude, the guy. Yeah. He, every time like, he walks wow. up to the plate, I'm, Jason Worth must be 45 years old right now, but the, it's not Jason. Whoa, Worth. Whoa, the Geico caveman, just you know, like just totally growing that beard out, like Forrest Gump running across the country looking, like Johnny ass. Damon looking, dude. But but bro, these guys are fun. They they're hot, right? I don't mean it like that. They're hot. It's the hottest team in baseball, which is always a fun thing to they see are a team hot. that. A month ago, Jason Worth looking cast pretty hot. You think so? Yeah. Okay. 
Anybody Bryce named Harper Reese? Anybody out. named Reese can that, get it. That's tough for me. And uh, I mean, not not hot. Matt, Matt's 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 moist from the dinger. <laughs> <laughs> he's really he's go. Did you see Harper. him talking about those Philly fans? Like it's like he looks uh, hot talking about the Phillies. Yeah, he man. said that there's forty thousand in the stadium. <laughs> we got forty thousand and twenty six on this team. He gets it. Yeah, uh, he's a beast, dude. Bryce's full name is Bryce Aaron Max Harper. That's Bam Harper. Okay, you go by Bam. If he went by Bam, that, much more like Bam Harper. Yeah. Oh my God, Bam great Harper. Point. Great point. Okay, let me let me just put Great a bow point. on them as the number one team in, in America right now. That's awesome. Um, they're also the real space city. Ooh. This from CBS. Philadelphia Orchestra to play key role on NASA's launch day Monday. Huh. Key role. Well, whatever they launched in August is going further than anything they've ever launched before. This is according to CBS. And they couldn't have done it without the Philadelphia Orchestra. That's not all, guys. Philly has six astronauts. Houston has, according to my research, not as many. Uh, and then also, Which is ironic. Yeah. the first black astronaut in space was born in Philadelphia. Guion S. Bluford, Penn nice. State grad. So Space City? I think not. I think Space City is Philly. And I cannot wait to troll the fuck out of all these Houstonians who take so much pride in their rockets. The okay. first game in Philly is Halloween. Oh, really? Yeah, Monday, October 31st. They should play the orchestra at Independence Hall, and it would be a, a We should go perfect. in costume. Yeah. America We should go space. in, like, full costume, dude. Getting through the the, the, the ticket thing, got to be a bear when you're That's what we're doing. We're going Monday. Of... We're going Monday as a group. We're going Monday as a group, Halloween, okay? We can okay. leave right after well, taping this program. I got to confirm, yep. but yes. Okay, but we're in costume, so nobody knows, like, That's the sound nobody's of like, oh, making plays. Yeah. Making plays. We gotta cover yeah. your face and shit. Yeah. Okay. Two. There were guys smoking darts in the fucking locker room last night for the Phillies. America's team. That's okay. Space City. Number two. Uh, I'll go Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> Number three. Ja- Jackson State. Okay. Jackson State. They're building something here, buddy. Yeah. Did you see the scene <laughs> at their homecoming, dude? Shadur. Did you see the fucking scene? I did not. It was awesome, man. It was awesome. They had Rick Ross. They had Snoop Dogg. It was fucking electric. Oh, I, I did that... see Snoop in the locker room with them. Yeah. 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 You know the champagne bottle thing? That's incredible. How we said like champagne should be out and they should hotbox locker rooms. Like, <laughs> yeah, that would be sick. Snoop Dogg hotboxing after a win in the locker the tin room. tinfoil comes out on the doors and yeah, shit. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> Dion did a 60 minutes lately. I mean, he's really building something. So I just want to give a nod to Jackson State. I mean, they can, they can make the... Uh, the playoff, right? Like Coach Prime. FCS. HBCU teams make the FCS playoff. Yeah. At large bids. Coach so, Sanders. I'm 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 pulling for Jackson State. That's cool. Coach Prime. Sorry. Coach Prime. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> number four. I'm gonna go Tennessee. Uh I, I didn't forget about you. And then number five, the New England Patriots, because I'm gonna put a fucking scooter on the Patriots tonight in some capacity. You want to talk out the capacity? Like, do you have the stones to do eight and a half? Eight, eight and a half? Yeah, I do, but I want to see where the money is. Okay. You know, because I feel like all of America is going to be on the page. Are you taking it. the Bears plus eight and a half if we do a side bet? What? Uh, you know what? I'll probably hammer the alt line. Uh, okay. <laughs> Just don't, don't tease Pats and Thunder. I'm not going to do that. Like two years ago, you would have done oh, that. Oh, I would have definitely done that. Okay. Yeah. All right. America's teams, the Utah Jazz, uh, number one America's teams. These cats are trying to tank 
for Crown Vic, and they're three and zero. Yeah, that's that's good. <laughs> the Utah Jazz are three and zero. They they've beat the Nuggets, the T Wolves, and the Pelicans, three of the West's best teams. Uh, top five players: Lori Markinen. Mm. Stop me when you've heard of somebody: Jordan Clarkson, Kelly Stop. O Kelly Stop. Olenek. Yep. Colin didn't Sexton. Jordan Clark- I can spell that. Malik Jordan Beasley. Clarkson fuck one of them Kardashians. Yeah, Kelly Clarkson. Oh no no no. <laughs> Cousin. Was Jordan Clarkson with a with a Kardashian or did he just hang no, out? You're thinking of Chris Clark- Humphreys. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. He's the only guy that got out clean, dude. Uh, What's he doing right you're now? You're thinking of Tristan Thompson. No. Jordan Clarkson's with somebody. Kendall Jenner. Perhaps? I'm with you, Chris. They're Jordan running. Clarkson. There you go. Yes. You got it. I'm with you. I didn't know if that was. Go ahead. Continue your America's Thieves. Was he on the Lakers? We do gossip. He did used to be on the Lakers. <laughs> that makes sense. Utah Jazz. Then I'm going TCU. TCU wins over K State. All right. They Are they still unbeaten? TCU unbeaten? Yeah. TCU. What's not to like about TCU? They do this. They do that. Seattle Seahawks. The Seahawks are on. You're rooting for the Seahawks. Geno. I'm sad that DK went out. That that turf monster is Ugh. grabbed a couple guys yesterday. It, it, it was that that. What they was say about that? that? They, they won't know until today. That's what Pete Carroll said. Amazing. So either they got to wait for inflammation to go down to see what's really going in. Not great, be? but Kenneth Walker was incredible. Marquise or Marquise Goodwin. That's a tough one. Yeah. A lot of guys are going Marquise these days. Yeah. When it's when in the past you would have said a Marquise. I know a guy named Marquise. Yeah, I do too. Kenneth Rusher. Yeah, Kenneth touchdown scorer. Can't can't do Kenneth Runner because Mina did that already. Kenneth kind of her joke. Kenneth like <laughs> hundred and sixty eight something yards. That's a beast. On the ground. Yeah. They're just, you root for them. Right? Yeah, dude, they're you fun. You just root for them. They're fun. And those uniforms look good yesterday together. Yeah, yeah. The grays look really Love good. The gray pants. That's the best the grays have looked to me. Yep, yep. Uh, New York Giants, chalky, but the Cats are six and yeah, one. Sorry. I mean, come on. Red, and white, and blue. Day Bowl cigar. Victory cigar. Yes. Yes. Is yeah. that a little bit car before the horse smoking the victory cigar of week seven? No, because he won that day. I get it. But win like the day, victory Oregon. cigars are supposed to be after like win the day, Oregon. Not you the Jaguars. You want to be careful about that. The, if the Giants win too much, you can get cancer that way. Shout out to Tom Coughlin for not being involved in a Giants-Jaguars game for the first time in history. Oh, yeah. Oof. I don't think I heard the name once. Coughlin, yeah. Uh, margins. In any capacity. Margins of victory and the one defeat for the Giants this year. One, three, seven, eight, five, four, six. Cardiac calves. Cardiac calves. Cardiac gents. It does remind me of our senior year mm-hmm. where we barely won games, yep. but we won them. And finally, I'm going back to a well, too. Georgia Tech. Now, I put them on there for just playing the best teams in the country getting Thank hammered. Yeah. Uh, I'm now putting them on, not because they lost to the University of Virginia on Thursday night in a barn burner, 16-9 to nine in Atlanta, but because Josh Pastner, a couple tried to extort my guy, Josh Pastner. Yep. So these folks, this couple in, in Arizona, I think, said that Josh Pastner tried to have sex with them in some hotel room. Both of well, them. Both of them. Yeah. <laughs> and it turned out to be completely false. And let me talk to you about Josh Pastner. I was in Minneapolis, Minnesota okay. for the Final Four a couple years back. <clears throat> and Josh Pastner is wearing a polo shirt tucked into jeans with a pin behind his ear. He's waiting for an Uber, and then he gets in the front seat of the Uber. Who gets in the front seat of an Uber? Mm. With nobody else in there? Nobody else in there. Mm. You think that's? Do you think that supports the hypothesis? <laughs> He's not having have sex, sex with a couple in a hotel room when you're getting in the front seat of oh, an Uber uh, with polo tucked in jeans. The- 
pin behind the ear. He's a lovable. No, he seems awesome. Loser. All I'm saying is respectfully, like the COVID shield was not a fuck remember. The COVID shield. He had the. I like the guy. I like the guy a lot. And it's now come out that Josh he did Pastner not try to have sex. Josh Pastner busts down the door at the Hampton Inn with the COVID shield right. on and no And he clothes. did not do that. That was a lie. <laughs> like the Kool-Aid man. <laughs> so you picked you picked the wrong, what's it called when you pick somebody for a crime? You picked you the wrong guy. The wrong. You, finger, you marked the wrong <laughs> finger with, with Josh Pastner. He's not trying to have sex with you guys in hotel rooms. So the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets... <laughs> Are now one of America's so teams. So good that they're included. Wow. That was. Uh, I just had to. Google, so I had, to, I had to Google his face, and I'm not quite sure. He looks like my uh, my college or my my pro uh, medical doctor Benjamin Voss. Google Benjamin Voss real quick. Okay, shout out to Ben Voss. So I've got a couple of America's teams. Uh, the first of which won at Circuit of the Americas yesterday in, in the Formula One. <laughs> yeah, is that Josh Pastor? I'm sorry, sorry, Kyle, but sorry. Dr. Benjamin Voss. Benjamin Voss got handcuffed in St. Louis last night because they thought he was That's having sex with people in that. the hotel. That is Josh Pat. That might have been the guy. Did he? Does he try to have <laughs> I don't want to get my old doctor in. Oh, he's a no. T- no, he's Holy a great guy. Toledo. He's oh, we, a great we guy. We know Dr. Benjamin. Dr. Voss. Also the commissioner of, uh, well, no, not the commissioner, unfortunately. That's Tyler Williams, head trainer at the Minnesota Vikings because he's a terrible commissioner. But uh, Benjamin Voss, uh, he's in my fantasy football league. If you want to pick a college basketball coach who might have had sex with you and your husband in a hotel room in Arizona, I don't know. Rick Pitino. John Calipari, Rick uh, Pitino. Oh, I don't know. The guy down coach south. Coach K. Uh, who, <laughs> who's the guy down south with the, who's always looked red in the Bruce face? Pearl. Bruce Pearl. He's Bruce Pearl. Bruce <laughs> Pearl. And I'm not saying he would. I'm just saying, like, no, it's not Josh Pastner. Yeah. Josh Pastner is, like, fingering Mick Cronin. Mick Cronin's not... <laughs> Going to a Hampton Inn. No, 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 no. All right. You guys are unbelievable. Okay. Kyle's America's team. So you know sorry. way too much about sports, you two. So sorry. Okay, so America's team, Red Bull. Red Bull Motor Sports. <laughs> Tried to survive. Red Bull Racing won at Coda. Max Verstappen won again. That's the only Formula One track in the United States of America. Yeah. It's a gorgeous one, Austin, Texas. It's a boring race, kind of. There's not a lot going on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It just kind of. Wherever you qualify is where you're going to finish. Yeah. There was a wreck at the beginning. Uh, the first place guy wrecked. Max Verstappen won uh, on somebody else's misfortune. Pretty American there, I think. Don't we want more passing? We do want more passing, which is the issue with the track, which is why okay. I bring it up. Um, Kyle Larson in this race? You're talking Kyle about Larson is not in this race. Oh, Skillful enough probably to be in that race. Yeah. I think these Hateful car- enough. Hateful enough. Hey, uh... Some lady was down in Max Verstappen in the airport. Yeah, so I was at the I was in LaGuardia at the terminal and I was uh enjoying a nice prosciutto flatbread, which mm. was delicious. Mm-hmm. Uh and there was a couple watching the beginning of the race <laughs> on the laptop and I said, you know, who qualified first? And they're like, Oh, Carlos did, you know, signs, Ferrari. Um I said, Where's Max? And they're like, Max, why are you worried about Max? Like, oh, everybody loves Max. I was like, Hey, don't worry about it. You know, the, the race started wreck before the first turn. Carlos signs out, Max to the front. You I can't was like, be, I got to go board my flight. But you can't yeah. be an F1 hipster. They're all hipsters, anyways. If you're watching F1, you don't really like it. I like Max Verstappen because his dad was a race car driver. I can relate to Thank that. Thank you for finally saying you know, that. He no, was I've, been say, I've, been, I've been fucking shouting that from the mountaintops above Monaco. You're here, all hipsters. Here I was about to watch the whatever. 
Netflix. Have Netflix. Yeah, yeah, that was you, great. Yeah. Congratulations, America. Have you team. seen the cars? They're so fast. This uh, <laughs> it's competitive. The guys are all handsome, and it's as beautiful as Europe. It's just gorgeous. And when I tweet about it, very few others are tweeting about it. Hey, this so is- my number two team, the yeah. Oregon Ducks. They beat their former coach Chip Kelly and the UCLA Bruins. They, yeah. That was uh, supposed to be a close game. It was not a close Sorry, game. Sorry, Steve. Kyle hates his old coach. That's what I'm I love Chip Kelly, but uh, <laughs> I, I got to give props to to Bo Nix. He played well. He had five tutties in a in a big win. Yeah, okay. In an in conference opponent, um, you go to number three, the middle of the road America's team, the Cowboys. We, you know, yeah. they got <laughs> their quarterback. They got their quarterback. <laughs> they got their quarterback back, and they sucked at the beginning. And people were fucking freaking out on Twitter. People were calling for Cooper Rush after the first fucking quarter, uh, which is unbelievable. They could beat that team with running the ball every every down. Um, so yeah, number three, America's team, the Cowboys. Welcome back, Dak Prescott. You looked great. I loved your suit. Number four, the Alabama NFL alumni. That's gonna be tough for the graphic. So, like, I just, I just picture, uh, you know, Najee Harris and Jalen Waddle, and you know, all these guys dapping up after games. Um, well, did they have the under? Probably, Were honestly, they up about they've been the making under? money in other ways on football for a long honestly, time. Honestly, did Tua and the Dolphins? They fucking hate me down there. They don't probably know I exist. They might hate me though because of the way they played last night. Because I made it abundantly clear I needed them to score. What part of score 44 points isn't so fucking hard? You have all the guys out there. Just throw it around. Got a bunch of Alabama football players on the field. And Tyreek. Yeah. Okay, so my number five America's team is the Department of Transportation. We're moving into the the colder months, and I want to make sure that the people out there in the DOT trucks, VDOT. Kyle, great pick. Well, hold on. Yeah. I hope you guys have a great, safe winter season and, and, and we appreciate we appreciate all the uh, right. all the snow that you're going to get out and all the all the issues you deal with that we don't even see shout out to the department of transportation some guy in a v and i like those big trucks listening to this pod right now if there's i wonder if there's a guy that works for v dot listen i'm right sure now. there but is if there is thank you but are they ever really in danger because <laughs> they're out they're like salting the roads right they're putting whatever that down and then they're in the big trucks when they're plowing. And like, they get a light, a big spinny light. The spinny light. Roll on highway, but, roll on along, roll on daddy till you get back home. Roll on family, roll on crew, roll on mama like I asked you to do. And roll on 18-wheeler, roll on, roll on. Roll on, roll on. Okay. on dot. I love Let's go V-Dot. into the best best games. I'm with Let's you. roll on to the best games. I support that. Every deep playoff run starts with building an amazing team. Doing the same for your business doesn't take a room full of scouts. You just need Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Find great talent faster through time-saving tools like Indeed Instant Match, assessments, and virtual interviews. With Instant Match, over 80% of employers get quality candidates whose resume on Indeed matches their job description the moment they sponsor a job, according to Indeed Data US. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed helps star applicants to shine with over 135 assessment tests from cooking to coding. Indeed assessments help take the stress out of the interview process. Your candidates get to prove themselves before the interview, and you can dive deeper into talking about what's important to you. 
Even better, Indeed's the only job site where you only pay for applications that meet your must-have requirements. Indeed is an unbelievably powerful hiring partner, delivering four times more hires than all other job sites combined, according to Talent Nest 2019. Visit indeed.com slash greenlight to start hiring now. Just go to indeed.com slash greenlight. Indeed.com slash greenlight. Terms and conditions apply. Cost per application pricing not available for everyone. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The best games, the worst games. Uh, the Bays, man. Every week, just rinse and repeat this segment. Who are you more worried about it? What's going on in the Bays? I, love, I love Rich Eisen. If he doesn't ask you that question on his show today, I'll give you 50 American dollars. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, it is a good question, though. I mean, it's like, what the fuck is going on? And I'll, I'll ask this first first off, because I got a lot I want to say about Green Bay, uh, not as much as I want to say about the Bucks and Panthers. Uh, but, like, what? where is it worse right now? Who would you – I'm not saying who, who would you rather be. That's an interesting question. I'd rather be Green Bay 100%. 100%. I agree. Because yep. a lot of the pieces that you have in Green Bay, uh, and we talked about this last show, are out of position. Elgin Jenkins went to left tackle. Bakhtiari demoted to the bench because of his injury right before the game. He was doubtful, didn't play. Yeah. They have no continuity up front. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers has weapons out there. We've talked about the weapons, but they're not the guys he's had in the past. Tom Brady is – they're throwing the ball 66% of the time in Tampa Bay. Teams are daring them to run it. They're dropping into coverage. And, and saying, they can't. And they're saying, beat it. They can't run the ball at all. It's crazy. They can't run the football. And, it's, it's, and it goes, when you can't run the football, you can't do anything. It's in this totally league. uninspiring. Like watching that game, it was hard for me to tell which team was shutting it down. And I'm not saying that Tampa's not trying, but the vibes are so incredibly low down there. Also, never underestimate a, a team full of guys that wants to get traded, like right, right now. Mm -hmm. You know? They're gonna play their fucking asses off. Those guys were out there playing hard, mm. hard. And I do want to give before we go into how bad these two were. I want to make it about one of the winners in these two games. Um, well, PJ Walker and and Steve Wilkes. I want to give him my game ball because if you think about Steve Wilkes, you know you know the situation. He didn't have long in Arizona. You know the deal with black coaches. You know the deal with black quarterbacks and PJ Walker and you know being a guy from another league, right? Like he was an arena league guy, right? Um, or XFL. 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 Yeah, I mean, like awesome. his road has been hard in a lot of ways. And he had a great game last night, threw some dimes, really outplayed Tom Brady. I mean, Tom Brady, who knows if Mike Evans doesn't drop that football. Oh. I mean, that was the worst drop of the season. But Steve Wilkes, man, um, you know, you have to deal with a lot this week, right? You, you're trading Christian McCaffrey. You're the interim coach. Um, you, you've, you've, You've got Robbie Anderson fighting on the fucking sideline last week. You got to go to LA. You got to bring your team back to Carolina. And then you got to host Mad Tom Brady. Like, no one loses to Mad Tom Brady, right? That's why I bet the fucking Bucks first half. Mm. That's why I bet the, the Bucks live. But um, you got it done. And honestly, like, you're a game out of first in the NFC South, which means nothing. Okay. And the Saints are still in it, and they actually look pretty decent when and they're the not Bucks throwing interceptions. And the Bucks are in first place. So, and the Bucks yeah. are in first place. Right. So, all told, like all these teams are alive, but Steve Wilkes, um, who hasn't had the best opportunities, uh, and this is another one, takes full advantage of it. And that was a really hallmark win for both those guys. PJ Walker gets to beat Tom Brady, dude. One day, this guy's sitting in the fucking XFL. You know, he's he's spot starting for teams. He's gonna have this game ball on his wall. Not the green light one, obviously, because it's not real. We could do a, yeah. a metaverse game ball. 
and oh, give it to him. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Talk to Dr. I got Fox a guy for that. that. I got a guy for that. But but PJ Walker can put this ball on his wall until the end of time. Like PJ Walker's kids or his grandkids, I beat Tom Brady. I got Tom Brady basically off the sticks. And Steve hey, Wilkes, too. That was great. Hey, and, th- yeah, this so. might not be right. Okay. Pretty good disclaimer. It looks like the last time Christian McCaffrey outgained what Deontay Foreman did yesterday, November 2019. Oh, that's incredible. That's spicy. Isn't that something? It's spicy. And last week, to add to it, like Christian McCaffrey, although this is eye-popping, what you just showed me, like Foreman was great. Um, they ran the ball up the Bucks' ass pretty much. It was a suppository game. Mm-hmm. But like... Um, Suppositories don't hurt, do they? Not much. Okay. <laughs> Damn. But but they ran the ball up the Bucks, uh, you know, right in the middle there, and uh, and and they're supposed to be like a strong run defense. So this Bucks team is playing uninspired. It feels like they have the Super Bowl hangover two years late. Like it, it makes no well, it makes a lot of sense to me. I didn't think they'd be that good. I bet the under win total. So. Yesterday, Perhaps hopefully, Tom is gonna, did not want to be there. Tom do, maybe doesn't want to be well, there. Like didn't like like literally did not, and then was. But you you would think tied. you would think the best medicine for not wanting to be there was playing is playing well enough to make it worthwhile, and it's just not working out. You've got all the distractions of the off season. Um, it goes to, it goes to show how important a leader is in a locker room. Like when a guy steps into Kansas City's locker room, Patrick Mahomes is the first guy there, the last guy to leave. He's there every single day. He yeah. takes guys with him wherever he's yeah. going, whenever he's going. That's what a leader does in action. That's that's showing up and doing the things. And when you get a guy like Tom Brady who's got the pelts on the wall, yeah. but he's not showing his investment in time and effort the same way with you, yeah. it's, well, it's just not there. It's not up to his standard. Somebody asked me, like, is Brady, like, I've heard of people missing stuff before for, for reasons like, you know, like, I don't know about for Robert Kraft's party, but, or wedding. Um, but I, I think it's just not up to his standard. Like, everything we've seen so far this offseason, he would never have done in New England. Okay, and, like, that's the bottom line is we can say he's not the problem and he's not a bad guy and he's not, like, he's not a, a locker room cancer or something. And I don't think they're playing bad because he missed a walkthrough. Yeah. Here's I think a, here's they're bad. A, I think I don't think they're great. I think they're not good at all. But and I think he makes yourself, it worse with it, his it does, habits right now. Yeah, it does get worse. Here's a cul-de-sac of a question yeah. that won't forward this conversation at all. If it's not the Pittsburgh Steelers on Sunday, do you think Tom goes to Bob Kraft's wedding party? That's a great question. If it's Green Bay? I, that's a great question. Did he just think, and listen, this won't be a story. I think he didn't realize he was going to have to play against Mitch Trubisky, and Mitch Trubisky owns the Bucks. The leadership axiom or the like, different rules for different guys axiom kind of ends like this. It's like, as long as you win. Yeah. And, and that's why last week we were like, not a big deal. But when you get beat 21-3 by the, the Panthers, like, then, all, then we got to go back and look at the priors here. And, you know, it hasn't been a smooth offseason. And you, and, you, and, you, and you put it nicely, Kyle. I mean, like, you know, it's... Whatever you said. At, Leadership. At, <laughs> at, at present, Bucks a one-point home dog on Thursday against the Ravens. I like the Ravens there. I do. I mean, like, it's it's that seems too obvious, but I like the Ravens there. Uh, okay, so the, this is sad, bro. Like, 14 minutes ago, and you decide you're in four-down territory, you're down 14 nothing. you go for it on fourth and two, you get it. Then you run three, three straight passes, it's fourth and seven, and you kick a field goal. It was like they went out with a whimper, dude. It was awful. I mean, it was it was one. Of, it has to be the worst, the worst day for a great player, like in the context of things. Like it just had he had to want to escape so bad. 
It's just gotten so bad for him. And the best way to get that taste out of their mouth is hitting that shot over the middle at the beginning of the game to Mike Evans. That's and it. It just didn't happen. That's, oh. the e- that's the easiest way to to ignite a fire on the sideline and get people hyped again, but they didn't make it. I kind of wonder if Brady asked Todd Bowles to kick it down 14 nothing on 4th and 7 because he didn't want to get shut out by the Panthers. Has he ever, I mean, when's when's the last shutout Brady was involved in? I, you know what I'm saying? Like, at that point, you're kind of like, just kick it. Please, just kick it. We need points. They got Carolina into a third and three, that ensuing possession, but then Chuba Hubbard went for Crushed 15 it. yards. Okay, so Packers commies. First off, uh, I want to say this. Heineke, I I don't think he's a, he's a world beater or somebody that anybody's going to pay for five years, which you can say it's unfortunate or whatever you want. Um, it just kind of is what it is. But he fucking, he's a little gamer, dude. He's a gamer, and he's tough. That throw to McLaurin at the end of the game with a face full of Kenny Clark was incredible. And you're you're going at the best player on the defense in the secondary, and Alexander, you went at him on second and seven with like 240 to go. That route McLaurin ran was disgusting. And then going to him again uh, on third and 11 in crunch time and hitting him, all the big plays they made uh, he was money. He, he was money when they needed it. The 37-yarder dropping the bucket there. Samuel was good on third down. Mc, like Heineke, and we'll get to Rodgers, but Heineke was really, really good down the stretch. And and he just has pocket poise, dude. You, you're not going to get that out of Carson. Dude. Like, it's just, bro, like, it just lifts the morale up to have a guy that that just looks alive back there. And I'm not saying, you know I like Carson, and that's my dude and everything, but you can see it. It's a totally different game with Heineke in the game. As an O-lineman, if I'm blocking for Carson Wentz, my biggest fear is that I'm never going to block long enough for him to be safe and make the right decision. When you have a guy like Heineke back there, you understand that a three-step drop could have five-step timing, but that's it. The ball's either going to be out or he's going to resituation himself. The coverage changes and he can make a pass. He's got legs. Or if he extends, he's, he's going to do it pocket like his eyes are open. You know what I mean? He, he's not He's not closing his eyes in the pocket. Like no, I'm not saying Carson's closing his eyes, but what I'm saying is like Seems Carson, like it sometimes. Carson so. sometimes just doesn't see the field. You know, like something's some, – the calluses of like pressing and, and like he was once different, he's not that guy. And You're seems, more on time with Heineke. Yeah. It seems like schedule. he'd rather – turtle at times then chuck it up to terry mclaurin right exactly turtle well i don't like the word turtle because it seems like he's hiding but you know try to break a tackle you know like get under somebody like you know we've seen that a bunch where he braces to try to absorb the hit or or fight through the tackle would just take the shot but anyways i think it's more like this is about heineke heineke was awesome he's an absolute dog and mclaurin you saw the jay sternberger uh tweet that was like i can't believe the packers didn't draft Terry McLaurin, because this is the tight end. The author of the tweet is the tight end who was drafted one pick in front of mm, Terry McLaurin. Wow. It's a pretty good self-deprecating humor yep. uh, from the couch, I, I presume, uh, you know, Sunday afternoon. And it's true. I mean, like, Rodgers does not have I, – I see it a lot now because I'll go back and watch 15 times to see if he was in the wrong on some of these throws because a lot of them are low or they're, they're behind somebody, and sometimes – us fans and defensive linemen or offensive linemen or real estate agents don't <laughs> like we we will look at a throw that looks off target and we're like this is a bad throw but sometimes Tom Brady's throwing somebody open or throwing somebody away from the coverage or trying to not kill somebody over the middle and they're putting it on somebody's back hip rather than high 
and in front of like Bayard or something. Like if you don't hit everybody in stride, uh, you know, a common viewer would say, well, it's not a great throw because it wasn't in the hand. It's just knowing which throws are supposed to be off and which one. And this sounds silly. It sounds like I'm caping, but I'm not because Aaron Rodgers made bad throws yesterday. Like, well, did he, you see Sammy Watkins leaking out Sammy deep Watkins on a couple is, of occasions? Is deep on, on open. Uh, Sammy Watkins is deep on the fourth and one that ended up being like a Dobbs. And the guys on Sunday, in the fourth and one that ended up being like a Dobbs drop, you know, he has an option to go downfield and it's wide open. So, like, guys on Sunday night, Dungy and Jason Garrett, that you could tell in production, they were like, we got to give it to Aaron Rodgers tonight. Like, how are we going to do this? And they both were like, <laughs> did you hear him? They, they were both like, Jason Garrett went, I wouldn't bet against him, but, yeah. and then Tony Dungy finished the segment. He's like, oh, I'm not going to bet against these guys, but it's time, to bet, ag- it's time to bet against them. Like, like they're not playing well, especially the Brady situation. Cause we just talked about, it's not going to get better. I am betting against Brady. So it's like, I'm betting against Brady. Do not be a fucking baby about this thing, dude. It's okay. If he, if he, if he wins a super bowl, I will be so happy because I feel bad for him right now. But I am betting against Brady, dude. Brady be the first to tell you. <laughs> Did you see the Rodgers post game? Reporter asked, you think it's plausible that this team could turn it around and make the playoffs? And Aaron goes, goddamn right I think it is. Did he? Yeah. And, and I'm not betting against I'm not betting against Aaron Rodgers. Ever. Vegas because of this is. team. Because of this team. Brady's Brady's a goat. Because of the pieces they have waiting in the wings. It just feels too. it just feels like it, I, I don't think they're I'm gonna talk outside of both sides of my mouth though here, Kyle. Do you move Aaron Rodgers if you're the Packers? How close are you to being that good? And he might fucking fucking retire at the end of the year. How about getting something for him? I'm just playing devil's advocate here. He gave you a list like of teams in the offseason. Talk like about the Broncos. a fun week in the media. He like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's get it that, started. That would be fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, so fucking, I don't know. I'm just saying I think they have a better shot to get it right than the Bucks. But the problem in the first half for them was early downs. Every first down, there was a fucking penalty. I mean, whether it's a hold or a drop, the placement's off, whether he's behind Aaron Jones on third and 13, and the guy has to turn around to catch the football, and he picks up nine. Well, maybe he picks up 13 if you put it on his hands in the flat. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's little things like that. And yesterday, you know, there's the what are we doing, but he took a turn, bro. He absolutely took a turn. And you could tell Dungy and Garrett wanted to be like, Aaron, just... You got to make some throws too here. Yeah. But they like kind of kid gloved him on Sunday night. Like, and he wasn't that good. Now, sometimes guys are dropping balls where I'm just wondering if they're all scared. They look fucking traumatized sometimes when they drop these balls. They look like they're getting ready to get yelled at by, uh, oh. by the guy in whiplash. <laughs> you know? Not my tempo. J.K. Yeah. Simmons. Yeah, J.K. Simmons. He's also an insurance guy. And have you seen Oz? No. You yeah. got to check out oh, Oz. Dr. Oz? No Oz, it's a movie about prison. All the insurance guys, that's like Oz is the insurance guy feeder because you get the guy from Allstate, mm-hmm. uh, you, you know, the mayhem guy, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, Ryan yeah. O'Reilly in Oz, and then you get J.K. Simmons, who's a fucking Nazi in and Oz what about, as well. what about the what? president in 24? Well, he's major There's league. There's also he went through the Jack Bauer. Pedro Serrano. Pedro Serrano. Yeah. Yeah, I met him. I told him we had... You, you remember we had a cat named Joe Boo when we were Joe kids? Joe Boo. Wow, I told cool. Pedro Serrano like, when cool. I saw him. Yeah. And he was like, that's uh, fucking very weird, good. kid. Dennis right. Haysbert. Hey, I got Dennis I got, Haysbert. But so Green Bay, 0 of 6 on third down, ultimately time possession, 37 minutes to 22 minutes. Okay. 
that's it. The defense is going to get worn out. They're not that good anyways. Their edges are kind of hit, hit and miss, and I mean like setting the edge in the run game. You know, Rashawn Gary's amazing. Preston Smith's a great rusher. But, like, who's coming down to set an edge, and why are you peeking inside? You know, like, just 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 play the defense, man. You know, and they got worn down. They got worn down. Sunday night at Buffalo, what's the line? Seven and a half. I've got some interesting news for you. Nine and a half? Six and a half. Ten and a half. Uh, The last three quarterbacks that defense lost to, Daniel Jones, Taylor Heineke, Zach Wilson, in no order. But that's just, you know, those are the teams that the Packers, the Green Bay Packers are losing to now. But do you trade him? Like, no. let's be, let's have a fantasy who are, moment. Who are you going to have, who are you going to, who are you going to trade to? What are you going to trade for? And who do you have? Oh, Kyle. I, I, Draft capital. And we like Mac Jones. We like Jordan Bailey Love. Zappi. I, I say go, yeah, go get Zappi. Bring him to the Bay. Yeah. Let him go ham. Uh-huh. The fans will love him. Uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers uh, could win a Super Bowl and ride off in the sunset and read books about ships. Oh, my God. What a villain. Okay, now I kind of like it. What yeah. a villain origin story here. Yeah, dude. Think about it. Come the, to the dark the side. The one guy Aaron. who would just be like, shut the fuck up, Aaron. <laughs> You know? Yeah. Joe Rogan. (laughs) (laughs) What are we doing? Can you imagine? What are we doing here? (laughs) Fucking Pat McAfee jacking off with Pat McAfee every Monday. (laughs) Let's keep it in house. That would be amazing. I would yeah. So all I'm saying is if you're the if you're if you're the Packers, you're not winning the Super Bowl this year, bro. No. You like what we're really talking about is a team that could get better and make the playoffs and fuck it. But with all the talent they've had, they haven't won a Super Bowl. And they could get ahead of the ventilation process of of removing the Aaron Rodgersness from that locker room. What's the first thing you think about when you hear ventilation? (sighs) Balls, right? Okay. I also Okay, sorry, that was an immature thought. All right, let's go to the next thing. Balls, right? I'm just excited about trading Aaron Rodgers, how asinine that sounds, but how fun it is to talk about. I'm with it. Some things you just have to talk about. Let's just talk about it. Get it out on the table. I'm not saying I would do it, but I would do it because I know there's one or two teams right now that think they're good enough to win a Super Bowl, but maybe you got Mac Jones as your quarterback (laughs) or Bailey Zappi. No shade, but they're not Aaron Rodgers. You can get that ball placement right. I don't know if they can get everything else right around him. Guys don't get any fucking separation. When they do, he just he doesn't trust them. Rodgers for Brady. Who says no? <laughs> what are we Can doing? you imagine how... Who says no? Me. Everybody. Everybody. Okay. All right. Because I don't want to deal with that. If I'm Todd Bowles, I'm okay with my guy going to fucking uh, to, to Boston for a party on Friday night, but to go to an ayahuasca den? Mm. Like, that's a whole can of worms. Todd Bowles... You, can you imagine Todd Bowles and Aaron Rodgers having a conversation? Jeez. By the way, Todd Bowles' run defense isn't very good, and that's kind of been what they've hung their hat on. So 29 and 45 is mm. Todd Bowles' record as a head coach. I know. <sighs> but I'm not saying it's him down there. The team's not good. I, yeah. I, I'm going to put a little on Todd Bowles. They could miss Bruce Arians, though. That's another thing. Mm-hmm. Bruce Arians is a guy that's like, no, Tom. Right. And then Tom and then was Tom's like, like, no, no Bruce. Bruce, like I want to do this all by myself. Yeah. But Bruce Arians is like, you know, if I didn't have a producer in here or like y'all here, the show would just be fucking ridiculous, right? You guys have to steer, you know, reel me in sometimes. Tom Brady lost all his producers. You know what I mean? Bruce Arians is upstairs fucking, I don't know what he's doing up there. What's Bruce Arians doing up there? 
He should be down there like Tom. Throw the fucking ball deep. Check. Well, he did. Mike Evans dropped it. Mike Evans got an autograph uh, signed yeah, by the, the the the. Did you see this in the tunnel? In the tunnel, the referees came up and and asked him. I just probably got a referee fired. Oh, he's already fired. I guess I'm before, he was fired America's at team. Before, during, or after the game? After the game. After the game in the tunnel. Like when they're walking through the tunnel. Autograph. Mike Evans is walking up, and clearly you can see the guy looking at him, like asking him to, you know. Yeah, you got to take about 20 steps more into the tunnel. Right? Yeah. Hey, Mike. Still unacceptable. Mind if you but... sign this piece of paper? I want to tell my kids I met the guy who had the worst drop of all time. <laughs> <laughs> like, can you imagine? Literally nobody in the world would know that you're the referee if you go put a t-shirt and mesh right. shorts on and come yeah, back yeah, out yeah. and be like, Mike. Oh, I got a better yeah. idea. Hit up the fucking guy at football operations there. Yeah. yeah. Hey, my son needs a... On a But maybe we, maybe we saw it wrong. Maybe he was, like, signing some sort of, like... Maybe Mike release. dropped his birth certificate out there and the guy got <laughs> it. He's giving it to him. He's signing a sports center not top ten release. Uh-huh. <laughs> I heard a clown noise, dude. All right. So anyways, Dallas, Detroit. <laughs> Damn it, Detroit. Cowboys fans were ready to uh, bench Dak after the first quarter on Twitter. They wanted Whoa. Cooper Rush ASAP. Cowboys fans on Twitter. They're amazing. Well, I mean, it's just like the best. Well, yeah, they're fun, but like they didn't have a first down for Three possessions. Dak ended up looking pretty good. And you knew that I, I should have bet this under. Should have bet this under. Because you knew. <laughs> no DeAndre Swift. Yeah. You knew, which was a big deal for Detroit. You knew Dallas's defense was still going to be in war mode. You know, like they're, 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 they're ready to, to overcompensate for an offense that, that's got a backup. But now you've got your guy back. And you know it's going to be like a little bit of a struggle getting going. When you look at the numbers, their YPA, yards per attempt, it's the best all year. And he was really good inside of 10 yards. I don't think he missed inside of 10 yards. Um, and uh, play action was real good. So I thought, all in all, pretty encouraging day for Dak not to come out there looking like ass, avoiding the big turnovers. Um, but the play of the game to me was Micah Parsons running down the ball carrier by the by the pylon. Um he runs by one, two, three, four of his teammates. Four of his teammates. And we just have Michael Irvin. Ball, ball game's 10-6 right here. So if Detroit goes in to score. Cover City. It's Cover City. It's, you know, it's you're in trouble a little bit because that changes the way you're thinking in that game. But anyways, at this point in the game, they needed to stop. And Micah Parsons the best player on the team, giving the best effort on the team, running by more than half of the de- the defense to make this play at the pylon. The very next play, Demarcus Lawrence, who makes an incredible play, fumble, uh, Jamal Williams, um, first fumble in his career. So when you look at Detroit, it's even the guys that are making mistakes, it's not like, what do you say? You know? Uh, it's, it's tough. They're finding ways to lose these games. But Dallas finding ways to win games, they're growing up right before our eyes, and I was wrong about the Cowboys, man. I'd like to issue an apology you did to Thibodeau last week. I'd like to issue an apology to the Cowboys. The Cowboys are fucking good, and they got Dak back. I thought they'd be out of it by the time Dak came back. And I think the Cowboys organization deserves a lot of credit because they built a team that could withstand the loss of Dak. They played great defense. Not only did they get the Dak rehab right, but they brought him back at the right time. Dak picked this game. This is the perfect game for them to, to bring him back. And it's, it's worked to perfection for them. 
And they found an identity when he was gone. I know Cooper Rush gets a lot of credit, but you have to give credit to that offensive line. Yep. I mean, it starts on the right side. Their backs have actually more yards when going to the left side than the right side, which is funny. But it strengthens my point of the backside is the front side in the run game, particularly in these patience runs without yep. pullers where you're not having a predetermined hole. Yep. They read A gap, B gap, C gap, and Pollard and Zeke do a great job of it. Zeke is looking like himself. I love to see that. Yeah. Um, it makes me feel younger when Zeke is looking young out there. Is it, who's the guy that got the oldest, the fastest on you in the NFL? Me. Well, yeah, yeah, that's true. That's a great question and an answer. <laughs> Would I be able to give my... <laughs> hey, bless me. That's a great question. I just, I just, I just, I just quit at Williams myself. Bless you. Thank you. That's funny because Will Blackman, shout out, I was funny as hell. Somebody did one of these tweets like, who's a player you'd want to see finish their career without injuries? Like a biggest what if? And he was like me. And it's the truth, like every NFL player, like if you could, have, if we could get rid of our injuries, uh, but Dak did get like, or uh, Zeke did get up there in years pretty quick. Yeah, it's pretty funny. He's he like, had a good time, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, they, they, they're they a good team. Not only everybody getting him to this point where Dak comes back, but the first three possessions of that game, keeping that offense down. Aaron Glenn took a turn doing the right thing, right? Keeping the points down yesterday for Detroit but they can't put it together on both sides of the ball. And it's unfortunate, four turnovers. I'm starting to really feel like uh, the heat's going to be uh, the dial, you know, the heated seats. Where is he going to be uh, coordinating next year? Dan Campbell? Yeah. That's the thing. He's not, I mean, he's, he's done special teams, but... Uh, Tight ends coach? No, I, he's not. I'm not forgetting. I'm not burying Dan Campbell. Yet. I love Dan Campbell. You know, but, but teams should avoid going on hard knocks, is all I'm saying, because it just creates an unhealthy amount of expectation mm-hmm. from people you know what i mean like joe fan if they weren't on hard knocks this year i don't think this is as big a story but yeah it's the way it goes hey these week one results they all look uh, fairly legitimate the one most out of whack i know D- Dak went down but it might be bucks 19 cowboys three yeah yeah Usually there's some wacky results from That's, week one, but they all, you know, people And, are and at that point, the Bucks look like the what we thought the Bucks would look like. A functioning Bucks team in 2022 was winning low-scoring ball games. They were running the football. They are playing defense, and that and that was what they looked like. We went, by the way, Sam Williams fucking looks awesome, dude. He looked great getting skinny on the edge. Uh, he slammed the fuck out of somebody. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then after the game, they asked him what he thought about slamming that guy, and he was like, I didn't know that was a rule that you couldn't slam anybody. So I wasn't really waiting for a flag because in college I used to do it all the time. I love that. I just love that. So Kyle, what do you think? Kansas City, San Francisco. Um, it was nice to see the deep passes actually work to, you know, Valdez Scantling. And then you see the run game, uh, even at the end with Pacheco able to, to run the ball. It looks so funny to see that little guy wearing number 10. It looks like a, a young Tyreek Hill because he's got kind of the hair coming out the back, which Tyreek didn't have at the end. Um, five touchdowns. Nicole Hardman stepping up big. Uh, when I was there, he didn't have the opportunity to really be highlighted in the pass game as much. He's a lot of jet sweeps. He's a lot of um, quick hitting action screens. But, you know, Patrick's relying on him in the pass game. Uh, as Reliance on him in the pass game has been fun to watch. Uh, a, a great protection plan for Nick Bosa 
until the end. Nick Bosa got home at the end, but I give Andrew Wiley credit. It was a good set. He got the relative depth on the quarterback. Some people are aliens. But Nick Bosa is just a freak, and they're going to watch that in film, and you know, Andy Heck will say, hey, that guy's a stud. You know what I mean? I was watching that exact play, and I was like, this is what makes Nick Bosa so great. He's so strong at the top of the rush. Some guys aren't. You know, it's I can tell you, it's hard. You get washed by, you get pushed by. And it was a good set by Andrew Wiley. Yeah, he just he knows how to put his inside foot underneath his outside foot, if that makes sense, and lean. And he does not lose his feet. Basically, imagine if you're a rusher, it's kicking your feet outside of you and being able to still stand up. To bend, like gravity like doesn't bend. exist. Yeah, and, and, and not slip. You get all your cleats in the ground and you're strong. Like Because he's not winning these rushes with just speed. He's winning them with like power and leverage and a rip. I, I got to give credit to Andy Reid and this offense. I mean, over 520 yards against the number one ranked defense in a game where the offense of the Niners was the big thing that was talked about. And Christian McCaffrey looked good. He was he was featured lightly. He was salt and peppered in there. Yeah. Um, and he's a clear mismatch everywhere on the field. I can't wait to see what else Shanahan does with him, as I'm sure you can't either. Um, Fuck, but yeah. I can't wait because I got I had the Niners going far. But if that's the best that the you know other than the Eagles, if that's the best that the Chiefs are going to see in the NFC, that's obviously not the full finished product of the Niners. But the Vikings are really good. That's making Super Bowl team, and they've quietly been primetime cousins. Good. And yeah. and the Niners were my Super Bowl preseason pick. Do I still think it's possible? Absolutely. That that team. I want to make a case for this year, this week being, and I should have I should have known. But yesterday. I was a fucking degenerate and I wasn't seeing things. I'll be better, okay? The Niners were distracted this week. I really believe that. Like, there was a lot going on there. You know, Friday night, you get a text, you know, we got Christian McCaffrey. Drake London's like, we got a white boy. Like, (laughs) everybody had that moment Friday night where they were excited about Christian McCaffrey, right? Not Drake London, Drake Jackson. Drake Jackson's all excited in the kitchen. Everybody had that moment. Jeff Wilson probably not pumped. Jeff Wilson not pumped. Eli Mitchell not pumped. Not not pumped. You come in Saturday, everybody else kind of pumped. Walkthrough's buzzing, right? Like new guys there. You see the Trent Williams interview? Trent Williams Williams is back. Nick Bosa's back. There's a lot of people that, that are... That are back, and you think it's a positive, but I'm gonna. It's not a spin zone. You know how this is in 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 pro football. Like, there's just a lot going on on that team, and they're they're playing a fucking really good team. And the bottom line is, if Jimmy G doesn't throw that pick before the half, because two weeks in a row they had big turnovers before the half. Last week it resulted in points immediately uh, against the 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 Falcons. Fumble for a touchdown. Uh, they don't play well from behind. Same thing with Jimmy. Like you have a chance to put this game not away, but you had a double digit lead early in this mm-hmm. game, and they look like the fucking. They look like, I don't know. Insert the most efficient offense ever. Their first drive, and it's just throwing that pick in the end zone is a backbreaker, and it's not something that like Patrick Mahomes throws picks. Right, he threw one early in the game. So I'm not saying Jimmy G throwing that pick is the reason he's like asked, off the rip. <laughs> but where's the the top end wow stuff? And that's the. And it always builds up to a crescendo with Pat and the Chiefs, right? Like you talked about them being down early and and looking inept against an extremely efficient offense for the Niners. But that's the difference between having a guy like Andy Reid and having any other coach. And Shanahan possesses the same type traits. But he's got the experience. He's got all the juice. He's got all those offensive players. The rush was getting home yesterday. Frank Clark, you and I talked about Frank yeah, Clark. Yeah, Frank Clark had a great game in McGlinchey. Chris Jones needs game. help, and he's getting it. Yeah, Chris Jones is just too big to move that fast. It's it's <laughs> incredible. I mean, the fucking guy, It's he's like a SUV out there. Doesn't get enough credit for how large and, and physically gifted he is. I think 
everybody should have to go down on the football field and stand and let Chris Jones walk by them. I know that we that we can't make that happen, but that would be a great thing for everybody to do before you watch Chris Jones play football on TV. Because when I went to see the Chiefs and the uh, and the Eagles last year, I was on the sideline, and that motherfucker ran out the tunnel. I was like, oh, he's big, big dude. And the way he he can get on the edge and double hand swipe a tackle, oh. he can get vertical, at, at, you know, in a three technique. He's incredible. The thing, he's a he's a he's a finesse rusher. You were talking about the edges he attacks. Yeah. He's not going to just bull you all the time. Nope. Like he sets up bull because he beats you with speed yep. throughout the game. And I want to add this real quick before we move on because I don't think this is indicative of the Niners, but this is very, this is impressive by the Chiefs. This is a statement win. The Niners dropped a lot of coverages yesterday. Like they were not themselves defensively. I think this is the the this is as bad as it could be for them. This two game skid. I could be wrong. I think they're going to be back. And I think that you know, like they're not going to win the the NFC. They're not going to have home field advantage. What they're doing is they're playing. This team's playing to be ready for the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you lose your quarterback the first week, and it's probably a good thing. Uh, you add a big piece this week. You have some guys injured. You lose Trent Williams for a stretch. Now we can start, like the season starts for us, but it's got to start right now, right? Let me ask you this question. The season ends today. MVP, Patrick Mahomes? Yes. I agree. Jalen Hurts? No, I agree. It's Patrick Mahomes. If we're, or if we're picking an NFC and an AFC, those would be the two. Yeah. Well, I'm not, I, I, listen, Jalen Hurts is going to be in the running and he could win the whole thing. But like Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen are two best quarterbacks in the league. Pat, Pat. And it's not with, close. With all, with everything that Patrick Mahomes had to to deal with from a changes standpoint and be enemy and read this year like it is incredible they have more explosives this year than they did last year and being the face of the league bro they averaged <laughs> nine yards per play yesterday against the san francisco 49ers so like sometimes you don't have to overthink it if if he keeps this up and their offense has been a little hot and cold but if you get this a lot he's the mvp in my opinion I'm not throwing shade. I wasn't even and, thinking and about go, Jalen. And, I and it goes thinking, down to because they they have such a great. Comp- people Josh say they're the most the complete team. And I think Josh Pat, is the and favorite. Pat is second in odds, and Jalen is third. But in a, odds. a lot of people listening to this podcast are pissed at me about not going to the Phillies game, and they're probably mad because I'm saying what I'm saying right now. But I, my job is not to be a fucking liar. And and Patrick Mahomes is the most valuable player to yes, his team. Adding value. He is the most valuable player to it's like his team. Like the Trout Judge argument. And, like, and and listen, get in line, Philly fans. Or Shohei. Get in line, Eagles fans, because Josh Allen should be pissed first, and then Jalen. Okay, like and what we're cutting hairs here. These guys are all amazing, but but Josh Allen is fucking incredible. He also has Stephon Diggs. Um, he is their run game in some ways. So maybe I'm talking my way into. Josh Allen, but Patrick Mahomes can definitely make a case at this point for being the MVP. In the Those league. two are the MVPs for the AFC, no the doubt about MVPs. it. Dual MVPs, yeah, dual threat MVPs. Okay, all right. Indy, Tennessee. What'd you see, Kyle? Uh, I saw a lot of field goals. <laughs> I saw a lot of field mm-hmm. goals. I saw a lot of Matt Ryan not looking the part in terms of mobility. Uh, the same stuff we talked about with Carson Wentz when he was panicking. Instead of uh, going into that brace position, Matt Ryan just chucks it to wherever. Um, and David Long had another interception yesterday. I, I've, I'm falling in love. Every time I watch the Titans, I fall more in love with them as a team, and, and I see them as a team that I would have liked to have played for yeah. um, if I was healthy and young and spry. Derrick Henry is an absolute truck. He had, like like he had like 130 yards, 30 carries. You see the O-line finishing, uh, finishing pushing the pile for first downs. Yeah. 
Um, and a lot of those yards came in the four-minute mode at the end of the game. But the the moral of the story is Matt Ryan and this offense are not good enough to put themselves behind the, the chains with penalties. Um, you saw the first interception here, and I have it pulled up, Chris. This is uh, Bud Dupree's impact was was massive in the game. And he doesn't get a sack here, but there's an interception. Um, Helps when you start in the neutral zone. So oh. what I want to talk about is the protection here and, and the awareness. And this is Adams, I believe. Uh, Andrews, Andrews, Andrew Adams, Andrew Adams at the uh, squat safety position here who gets the pick, but running back to the beginning and pause it. And, and I'll just say, this is a full term protection. The left tackle has got to go down. There's six guys rushing. We have five guys. We know there's going to be one free hitter and the offensive line and Matt Ryan both know that Bud Dupree is going to be the guy that's hot. We're hot off of Bud Dupree. So the ball's supposed to be out. If I'm the receiver, Paris Campbell, in the slot, I have to also know that. Yeah, to be fair, his back's turned, and I don't know if Paris Campbell. No, no, wrong. but watch, pre, like, watch pre-snap. Everybody's eyes are inside, including right, right. Paris Campbell's. Now, I'm not saying that he's supposed to know this right now, but Matt Ryan, somebody's got to communicate that the, the we're going Terry, which means gap protection to the right, and the ball's hot off the, the defensive end, Bud Dupree. This is basic shit. This is pretty basic shit for an O-lineman. Now, I, I'm not in the receiver rooms, but I'm sure that in the team meeting, they're going to say, hey, there was a pick six because we didn't have situational awareness and Paris Campbell played a really good game he had a lot of great catches he had a touchdown later on but plays like this are what separate the Titans who this safety uh and Andrew Adams is sitting here squatting behind it makes a great play Mm -hmm. gets out of there pick six that's six points a swing of momentum because of a situational awareness a little thing like having your eyes around for Matt Ryan Matt Ryan delivered the ball on time didn't take a hit didn't take a sack and it's a pick six. Stuff like this bit him in the butt all day. Naheem Hines, I like him a lot on the Colts. He was uh, featured in dynamic for them, but they couldn't score touchdowns. They scored one. Same thing goes for the Titans. A lot of field goals. Bullock, um, he actually gets it's my a rock fight. He actually gets my game ball in general. And I wrote down some quick notes here because I don't want to mess this up. Randy Bullock, forty-five plus in a row inside thirty-five yards. Yeah, um, over two hundred field goals made. He surpassed that. Mark against the Colts. He was four to four. They kept the uh, the Colts at bay. Pretty much a, a dominant. You know what's going to come. It's going to be Derrick Henry and heavy doses of it for the Titans. It was fun to watch. I watched it in here in here this morning, and I was just chuckling to myself, like, yeah. you know what's coming, yeah. and you can't stop it. Um, he's like a. He just got a better motor than everybody. He's well, he's a also got truck. a motor that they're actually breaking in and like continue to drive. Like Jonathan Taylor, ten touches. Yeah, not enough. Not enough there. Like, and they spread the rock around too much. Take a hint from the guy on the other side of the field. Like you, you and, know. and Dennis Kelly, bless his heart, he's out there battling. But Bud Dupree, man, I've got some stats he's a here beast, I wrote dude. down for Bud Dupree because I wanted to shout that out as well. Um, Randy Bullock's 5'9", 210. Damn, he's stocky. Yeah. He's a stocky boy. Bud Dupree, eight quarterback pressures, mm. six hits, a sack, and uh, 28% pass rush win rate. Bro, Bud Dupree's one of the most underrated rushers in the league. Um, he just does his job. He just disrupts things. He just fucking, you know, Pittsburgh missed him when he left. Like, you know, he's added a lot to Tennessee. So shout out to Bud Dupree. We love Bud. He bull rushed. Uh, he bull rushed Dennis Kelly. Um, he bull rushed Dennis Kelly bad one time, and Jeffrey Simmons got home because uh, Ryan had to step up. They do a great job of having that 
cooperative rush. What do you guys call it? Coordinated rush. Yeah. Where it's like, I'm going inside to flush them to here because I know you're going to be you there. You know, we, we, call, we often call that a game, you know? A game. Yeah. I don't know if that's a game. It's not a game. Yeah, it's not really <laughs> a, game. Not a game. We'll say, we'll call it like a rush together. We'll call it like a stunt. But that was good. Stunts and games are well, the same thing, yes, pretty much. Right, right. Well, there's stunts some, mean crossing face. There's or also going, some feel. You're talking about some of the feel things. You're talking feel. about some of the feel things. Contain really. rush. Talking about rushing together. Yeah. Complimentary rushing. Together. rushing yeah. That's rushing what together. I'm saying. Rushing together. Game, I like stunt. that Titans team a lot, and you know they are who they are, man. Hey, I got good news for you. Yeah. Your turn, big boy. Oh. Talk about your Giants. Oh. Good. We like that. Okay. How, how much time we got? <laughs> we got for, 20 minutes. For, <laughs> um, Vegas didn't know. Yeah. Scotty didn't know. I mean, we all saw Jacksonville minus three and thought they would they would run away, and maybe they are the well. You, you can no longer call them the better team. The Giants are good, but. Jacksonville looked quite a bit more explosive at, at various points. Yeah. ETN is getting his legs under him. He had the big fumble at the end of the first half. But um, da- Daniel Jones, first giant quarterback ever, I think, to throw for 200 and run for 100. He seems to be that guy. New Daniel Jones Slash. is what I call him. Because you're not going to go out and pay a free agent. You don't have any money. So you're right. not going to go out and pay a theoretical Lamar Jackson or Jimmy G or any of these guys who are coming up. And the end of the first round is actually kind of interesting this coming year. Could be like an Anthony Richardson, right. a KJ Jefferson mm. from Arkansas. Anthony Richardson, you basically have the same player. Hendon Hooker. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. DJ, Dan Dimes, he, he's the guy. So he's Anthony Richardson who trips. But taller. And throws a, a, a beautiful ball. He does. Th- he's thrown... That where they live, he's doing a great job, man. Okay, short passing game, but they started to take shots deep too. Darius yeah. Slayton had yep, the, the, the Slayton big ball TD. was beautiful. I'm telling you, bro, Mike Kafka effect. But but the Slayton ball was beautiful because of a run that that extended that drive yep. for him. Like yep. he he helps himself. He, he was their leading rusher for a while. I feel like. Yep. Yep. Uh, Wandale Robinson, a little. I mean, I'm not saying he's Tyreek Hill, but a corollary there Get for him Mike the ball. Kafka. I mean, he's 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 he, built. You could show film and say, "Do this." No, that jet sweep they ran yesterday was beautiful. Tyreek's five ten, one eighty five. They're talking about him Sunday night being low key thick. Wandale's five eight, one eighty five. Two C's. Is he as thick? With, with he's he's a yak. He's a yak monster. He's yak yak with two C's. Yeah. Yak with three C's. <sighs> yeah. He's a thick yak. Yak. Yeah. Monster. Yeah. 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 And then Bellinger and Myrick, these guys are just reliable for DJ. The defense dissects things very quickly. It seems. Your boy Thibodeau had another solid one. Halftime, it's 13-11 New York, in part because of that ETN fumble. A couple ridiculous roughing calls going both ways. It's Jag 17, Giants 13 with 11 minutes to go in the fourth quarter. You thought the, that one was ridiculous, even as a homer? Well, yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah, thought it yeah. was a bad the one. one. I didn't see the, the replay. Yeah, negated the pick. I mean, it, it was up in his face a little bit, but uh, the guy can't. You can't leave your feet to 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 tap a quarterback. You got to you, if you're going to tap, you got to just tap there, him in the chest. There's got to be, and maybe it is even in the rule, but there's got to be some sort of force that goes yeah. along. Along. Well, with here's it. what we need to do. We need to put sensors on helmets. You know how we were talking about what were we talking about recently? Like car accidents. Mm-hmm. Putting, you know, they're putting iPhones. Airbags. They're putting iPhones. Uh, iPhones have a have a, a drop thing, right? Or what is it, it's Matt? Like, it's like a feature where if you've been in a car accident, the iPhone yeah. will alert because it feels like right. the vibration or crash right. or whatever. And sometimes... Watch out, watch out, high schoolers. Put an iPhone in Daniel Jones's helmet and these other motherfuckers, and if they don't get hit hard enough, 
We don't what? call the the the, fu- the a, foul. Watch out, high idea. schoolers <clears throat> in the in the in the back seat. You know, uh, you know, back. <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. New Daniel Jones. You know what I'm saying? I know what you mean. Okay, Jack Sex. 17, Giants 13. It's a fourth and a short one. Doug issues the 38 yarder. It could go up 2013. That's not a good call. Not a great call. Lawrence gets call. stuffed. Not a good call. I don't mind the calls. The direct snap on third and one. I liked right. it. You know, fourth down, Lawrence gets stuffed. And by the way, Thibodeau was pretty good on that sneak. Little yep. things like, you know, like he's not game breaking, but another one. Yeah. The fucking, uh, the, the, uh, oh, 2017. I think the second to last drive. Trevor Lawrence has a chunk at the 50 that would, it might still be running. Uh, I think it was Zay Jones was wide <laughs> open. And Thibodeau, if he doesn't pressure him, that ball's coming out. And that ball's going right to uh, Zay or whoever it was at the 50, and they're driving on the plus side of the field and probably going to at least tie that ball game. Yep. So he 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 had a couple little plays that, that were impact big plays. That impact is yeah. like priceless. Mm-hmm. Yep. But we talked about margins of victory and one defeat. I mean, the, the Giants get a lead. They can not quite put it on ice, but with, with Saquon picking up first downs, and then you you, you think you, you got your eyes – on 26 and then Daniel Jones pops it around the corner and gets a first down on you. So it's just that they're a hard team to beat. Gonneau makes the field goal to make it 23-17 and the Jags drive in part thanks to a a few defensive fouls and then uh, I think it's Kirk at the goal line who gets tackled with with no time. Did you see Daniel Jones in the red zone and this is part of being new Daniel Jones. It was third down he's flush left Uh, and the old Daniel Jones would have probably thrown a pick or something or held it too long and fumbled Instead, he hits the FAMU band. Yes, yes. Did you see that? I did see that. I'm like, he he, he just and then, drills a guy in the FAMU band. They, they're like, how was the the, the game in yeah. Jacksonville? I got hit by a ball. My guys in the booth didn't make mention of the, the Rattler marching band. Yeah, you got to shout out was, the Rattler yeah. marching band, dude. I did in my living room. That's for sure. Giants 6-1. and one. Yeah. I mean, there's a there's a path here. Y'all are talking about playoff. Playoffs? Playoffs? How about 12-5, and five, all right? That'd be awesome, How about 12-5? Wow. That'd be, right? that'd be awesome. You got that thing mapped out. I don't know if he's got enough cigars. He's okay. smoking them after okay. fucking. Okay, best of the rest. Yeah, I know. Well, that's what I'm saying. You got to be careful. You can't. You can't do that. Every that was my immediate thought. Was like, why? Giants at Seahawks next. Barn burner, and then home Texans, home Lions. If you're here in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, or right here in Virginia, and you haven't tried the WinBet app yet. I have great news for you. WinBet is now offering $200 in free bets for new users. That's right, $200, 200 big ones on a $50 bet. WinBet is basically giving you free money. Don't turn that down. Don't pass that up. Download the WinBet app today. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 21 or older and present in a state where WinBet is available. Gambling problem? In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, and Virginia, call 1-800-GAMBLER. And in Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. Tennessee, y'all too. 1-800-889-9789. Let's let's do your one word thing, Mike. You got a good idea. Well, sure. Thank you for saying that. Uh, Kyle brought it to us by saying, hey, I wrote down one word for this game last week, and it was youth. Yeah. And so let's get into some of these games by using one word. Let's start uh, Jets, Broncos. I wrote down sad. And I wrote down sad in large part because this Jets team is fun and Brees Hall goes down with probably a a season ender, yeah. And Corey Davis leaves 
Elijah Vera Tucker mm-hmm. leaves. It's like, man, we I I I like these guys a lot. Also sad that um rooting for Brett Rippon felt a lot like rooting for Drew Locke last yeah. year. It's just not gonna happen for yeah. you late. Sorry, cowboy. Um Reed, do you have a word for that for that game? You want to co-sign sad? Interference. Everyone oh. was talking about Sauce Gardner blanketing Court and Sutton. Yeah. It's easy to do that when you're pulling the guy down uh, uh, for a touchdown. More like pulling stuck the back. in the sauce. Yeah. Not lost in the sauce. Right. Iron Eagle. That's right. We uh, That should have been a touchdown to more, Cortland, more like, but that's all right. More like court date Sutton. I want to I want to sue for pass interference. <laughs> I want to sue for DPI. And not give the uh, hype train any more sauce. So I don't need the sauce. Brees Hall is what makes us sad. I mean, that, that run, we talked about it in here. He changes speeds. Like, you know how some cars are like automatics? Obviously, Kyle, you're the car guy. Some cars are manual. That. I know about right? that. And all the guys that are Tokyo drifting that have the high performance cars, you got to go manual. And he feels like he can change from first to second to third to fourth gear. Watch that run. He runs between the between like five and ten yards there's one speed and then it's just like zoom like whatever the fucking highest gear is eighth eighth gear depends on vehicle you got a word yeah i got a word for the new york jets in the denver game waste um waste of a good defense for denver Mm. waste of a great talent to your point Brees hall waste of avt all this stuff all this stuff is the same um just a waste um my word curious because i'm curious when we're gonna start talking about zach wilson i mean he's been in here a couple weeks now but look at that passing chart dude and i know the broncos defense is pretty good and everything but you know at some point you get this exciting young team everybody's buying into it how long can we hide the fact that zach wilson's not playing that great well now that breeze is out it's like you the the clock's ticking on that little yeah packet it's it's unfortunate because you had the makai becton injury you got the breeze injury like you haven't had not that makai was off the start that breeze is but like these are great, possibly good picks. And Joe... These are big, good, good players that are big investments with yeah, the team. Yep. Bengals 35, Falcons 17. My words, form, as in return to form. Burrow oh. Chase, I look like into last year. I got one, bullying. Yep. Because Joe Burrow will bully the fuck out of a... 481 out of a, yards. Out of a down unit. Outclassed. Cause yep. they, yeah, because they, they were down guys, you know. Um, and yeah, they, 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 they look better, but... Uh, I want to see like an exhibition game. Yeah. Seahawks and the Chargers played. I'm, Com- I, I'm enjoying giving final scores here. Yeah, go ahead. And just the mouse wasn't quite. Yeah. It, it was a mouse issue. Seahawks 37, Chargers 23. Comfy. I'm saying comfy because Geno Smith and I. Uh, Geno Smith is like the new gal that maybe not as hot. Like you were with a dime, right? And she's like a smoke show, but she's just she's not she doesn't comfort you. She's not like she doesn't sit on the couch with you in mm. in a hoodie and watch a movie. You know what I mean? Mm. And Gino Smith will do all those little things that make you feel comfortable. She'll compliment you. She'll she'll give you a hug and things like that. You know, she's not Russell Wilson, but she can unlock the middle of the field. You know, it doesn't always have to be sexy. And Pete Carroll all these years thought he had this great asset, and he did. He's a Hall of Famer. But like Dag Nabbit, Gino's not too fucking bad. It's kind of comfy. Instead it feels of, good. Instead of saying have a great day, Gino will say make it a great day. 
Yeah, you, you know? yeah exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's like, oh, exactly. Pep in my step. Yeah. Now. Yeah. One word. I wrote down two words STL Memorial. But that is true. Because that's, yeah. the, that's the theme yeah. um, here. And it's a bunch of guys in Seattle that are stepping up, like Gino, and, and the countless other guys that aren't named Gino Smith on that team who have contributed to these wins. One in particular is the winner of my STL Memorial Award, Austin Blythe center for the Seahawks. He was with me in Kansas City, brought in to be the starter, ended up getting beat out by Creed Humphrey, who is, you know, a, a young phenom in this league, but Blythe now a starter again um, in Seattle and the leader of that group. He was mic'd up last week. It's worth a watch. Uh, tough dude, great guy, and uh, yeah, he's balling in obscurity right now. Gino will have a pot pie ready for you when you get home. <laughs> you know what I mean? Gino will have, you know, I like that. some hot soup. You know, when it gets like cold. That. Basically, Gino's a cold weather gal. My word is Kenneth. He went for 168. You don't see many Kenneths these days. Baltimore 23, Cleveland 20. My word's cover. Kenneth. Really happy. Yeah, with I don't that really cover. have a word here because I didn't watch the game. Really happy with that cover. Plus this is six the Baltimore game? Yeah. Oh, mine is uh, flags. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, I can figure out what happened in that game. A lot of flags. Flags. Vegas 38. Houston something. My word was nah because I didn't watch it in part because of the Sunday ticket issue. Yeah. I just stood down. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, getting knocked off. Oh, like three I bet times. it. I'm just like, I forgot to tell you. I bet the second half uh, Davis Mills. I got on that train, bro. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. Turning point is I'm going to put a hyphen in between those two words. Okay. Which is not a thing, but it could be a turning point for the Raiders. We've said like, look at their next few games. They're a good football team. They played bad. This could be one of those games you're like, remember we were at Houston, we were down at the half to those motherfuckers, and we scored 21 points in the, in the, in the fourth quarter. And Josh Jacobs, who's going to hit the market next year, is stacking the numbers, mm -hmm. man, the last couple weeks. So they're finding their identity, they're running the football, and uh, my poor Texans, they have found as many ways to lose as the Lions. Yeah, might be on the do not, do not wager upon list. Probably. Moving forward. They're probably going to enter my one word is Jacobs, but I'm gonna make it bridge because to your point, Jacobs. they're bridging they're bridging a, a shitty start with a good finish yeah. right now. They're yeah. finding their identity. He they Josh played and, him. Josh and DC are seemingly more comfortable. This was a good tweet. Don't remember who tweeted it. Josh Jacobs, they ran out in the Hall of Fame game because he was gonna be buried on the death chart. And here he is That's crazy falling out. Yeah. Good for him. Good for him. I like that guy. He's like, I'm gonna make him pay. That's one word. So let's. That was good. That was good. Hey, might go to two words next week. Spice hey, it up hey a little we've got bit. seven minutes before I hop on the Rich Eisen show. Yeah. Shout out to Rich Eisen. We got to plug Rich Eisen. I don't know if any of you guys have heard of Rich Eisen or Michigan, his show. Go, go Rich Eisen. Feels so stupid when you plug somebody's show that's much more successful than you because it feels <laughs> like we think we're on that level. But go listen to his show. I'm on there every Monday. Okay. Um, let's do mentions. Miller Lite mentions. Miller Lite mentions. Had a few of those this weekend. The best moments in a sports fan's life are in football season. I'm not talking about September. I'm not talking about the first week in October. I'm not even talking about the second week in October. I'm talking about when it gets colder, the temperature drops, the games get bigger, the hits get harder, and you can curl up and watch some meaningful football. I like to do it with a Miller Lite from the fridge and a cold, frosty mug from the freezer. Frosty mug, meat, a cold, beautiful can of Miller Lite from my fridge. That's teamwork. 
We come together, we can make a great play out there. And the, and the best play to make on a Sunday is a nice cold Miller Lite and a frosty mug at home. That's my favorite thing. Maybe a fire in the fireplace. Yeah, now we're talking. But Miller Lite, it's an original and it's more than that. It's been a fan favorite since 1975. The best part, no matter how your team plays, Miller Lite is always a winner. The perfect beer for Sundays, I gave you the, the hot tip. Having that frosty mug is a lot like having home field advantage. I mean, like, it just makes everything better for your boy and your boy's friends who file in every Sunday to enjoy cold, ice-cold Miller Lite uh, at, at, at my house. I mean, we have a lot of people over, and i got to have the Miller Lite stocked up. A lot of light beer cuts back on the most crucial ingredient, flavor. Just 96 calories and 3.2 carbs per 12-ounce serving. Miller Lite, quick on its feet, heavy hitting on flavor. No wonder it's been MVP from day one. This football season, enjoy the sweet taste of victory with Miller Lite, the original light beer. Find it pretty much anywhere beer is sold. Go to MillerLite.com slash Greenlight for delivery options near you. It's Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories and 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. Hey, can I just give you my hollow man and get, get out of the way for you guys? Huh? I'm going to give you my hollow man yeah. and then get out of the way. Okay. All right? Me, all right? 7 p.m. Thursday night. Hollow man. Bath time. They're bubbles. Boats. We play with the letters that you stick on the bathtub. She likes an octopus. There's a little basketball hoop. All right, rewind. Throughout the day, I'm checking the fantasy lineups to see if the Lizard Kings are going to insert Chris Olave oh, or not. this is great to see if they're going to insert Chris Olave, who's going to go for the Saints against the Cardinals. <sighs> Holiday, no, 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 he's not in there. No, he's not in there. No, he's not in there. Fast forward, bath time, Commissioner Tom. From the top rope, text the group, don't forget to set your lineups. He's a nice commissioner. Who does that? There's a 60-year-old person in this league. Don't forget to set your lineups. Yeah. Thanks, Dad. Yeah. Part of being in a fantasy football league competition. Is, 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 is being grown up enough to set your lineup without a reminder. You've, and reminded, he doesn't. you've reminded me, to be fair. But that's what I'm being a jackass and trying to help myself yeah, exactly. beat somebody else. Yeah, he's being like... He does, if he did this every single week, that's one thing. Still bad, not great, but okay. But he does it just when it benefits him, which if it's private, it's one thing. I don't uh, know about it. That's a heavy Public, accusation. All right, all right. So, all right, all right. So, uh, uh, epic code break by Commissioner Wait, did Tom. You, didn't you just say I only do it when it benefits me? Yeah, 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 but privately. <laughs> now you say, well, the Lizard Kings beat the houses by 90. Olave's 18 worth of difference. No, not true. Momentum is a real thing. My guys go into Sunday down 18. That's bad vibes. Now DK's out. House is down bad. Add insult to injury. Lizard Kings, fuckers, text the group chat a link to burning down the house. So not only do they get an assist from dad, they're, they're talking smack in the group chat. You didn't do it, guy. The restraint I showed, not saying player, you don't know how to open the app and set your own lineup without dad sending out a text message before the game start should earn me okay. an award. Could be get, worse. Get bent, Tom. Get bent, <laughs> Lizard Kings. I'm, I'm hollow man. Could be worse. You could have not set your lineup at all. Okay. That, was that you? That's me. Okay. Okay. We're two no, that would have been great. You know, like New York, Still in New it. York literally broke me, man. I sat Damian Pierce, George Pickens. I sat Jonathan <laughs> Taylor. Couldn't even be bothered. So yeah, that sucks. And the way you lost, you lost by one point. I, I, 
I, I addressed that. You addressed my, that. Yes. Yeah, I just best plane ride Kansas City. Worst plane ride. I'll go. Uh, I'll go Tampa Bay. Okay, wow. best. Go ahead. Go ahead, Kyle. You got your best and worst. Best plane ride Kansas City. Yeah. W- worst pirate ship ride because there's yeah. gonna be a lot of people that need to walk the plank. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Tampa Bay. Yeah. We're getting fired. Tom Brady just out there pointing to a wooden fucking plank off the side of his pirate ship. Tom, you don't, open the exit. you don't open the exit while we're in the air? He's just throwing Mike Evans out of the plane. That's what I thought they were going to do. That's what I thought Tomlin was going to do, the Pittsburgh receivers last year after the Minnesota game. Uh, okay, best plane ride, worst plane ride. Oh, fuck me. Viewing party. The Giants have the best plane ride. Yeah. You know, it's Florida, it's a 1 p.m. You're back by, I don't know, 6 o'clock? Easy. 7 o'clock? Uh, you got to load the shit. Yeah. To go out in the greatest city in the world? East Rutherford? Yeah. Uh, worst plane ride. It's going to be hard to disagree with you, but I'll take the, I'll take the other side of this thing and take Pirate the, ship? Pack, the, pack, the Packers. Okay. <laughs> so, And I was thinking maybe it's a viewing party or fly on the wall, but like when Aaron got back and saw how bad Tom did and Tom got back and saw how bad Aaron did. That's fun. A pretty interesting thought. I'd like to watch that uh, Dolphins game in the, in the 72 team suite. Yeah, yeah. Just probably a lot of, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking good. Hearing jokes. Farts. Mercury Morris. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck them. Hey, all those guys. Uh, Ogan Joby, I love that guy. Cam Hayward, Miles Jack, Devin Bush. That's a good defense. That's my that's my Frank Gore award, that Pittsburgh defense, not including all of the uh, corners and safeties who – Cannot catch the football thrown to them, Man, lofted to them by Tua. Give me a give me a viewing party. Uh, Mark Sanchez calling the Geno Smith game. Oh like, yeah, ain't this something? Yep. Like I don't even know what to say right now. What else? We got fly on the wall. We got viewing party. I got a good fly on the wall. Go ahead. I, I would like to be uh, have access to Tom's cell phone, Tom Brady, for when he does board the actual flight, the worst flight. Who does he text right now? He's in a strange spot, like yeah. in life. Like who who's the guy or the you know whoever Alex. it is that texts. He yeah. texts and is like, uh, man, fuck. Alex you know? Guerrero. Alex. Yeah. Alex. And Julian Edelman. Er- Ernie, is that his name? Just crossed no, my mind because, you know, there's times when I get on the plane and I'm like, I got to text somebody that's not, doesn't give a fuck about football. Bevel oh, Conway Bevel Conway too. last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. It's such a shame that I had to watch that game in the state that I watched it. It was beautiful. It gives me real Rose Bowl vibes whenever that California sun is in the early to late afternoon with two good uniforms. It felt like a like a Rose Bowl game. You guys closed the show. Rich Eisen's calling. All right. Tell Rich what up. It felt like a Rose Bowl game, right? You look at the Niners uniforms, which were so gorgeous. Oh, you're going there. And the Kansas City, yeah, yeah. And the Kansas City whites, which okay. were spectacular you 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 can't be trumped with the kansas city jerseys until you show up to levi stadium to play the niners in that kit i just worry about the red and then a different red and then the yellow and then a different yellow a little bit of clashing we'll never know since chris left kansas jayhawks uh uniforms i didn't see them actually play but the tops and the helmets look beautiful online there you go sick thank you thank you dynamite drop in we'll never battle the bays i think he was referring to to he's got to answer miami (laughs) In Pittsburgh last night, the Dolphins throwbacks are maybe the best unis in football that we see once a year. They're cool. My wife looked at me last night during the game. She said, those jerseys look like they're from the 40s. And I was like, they both look like they're from the 40s. And she's like, no, the Dolphins ones in particular. The shoulder numbers, they like the outlines were too thick in the, in the greatest way. I said, Perfect. I can assure you that these teams looked a lot different in 1940, Kate. Yes. <laughs> they just look up at that suite. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, college football, Ole Miss, LSU was beautiful. Poor Ole Miss. And my, my guy, Brad Sal, former teammate, um, he has a podcast down there in Oxford. I think that's the town, right? Yeah, Oxford. The Grove. Yeah, it's a great, Oxford. great, great little town. You fly into Memphis, you drive down to Mississippi. It's a good investment, that area. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give it to TCU and K-State. I'm going to go off the board. TCU, a little newfangled. They went black, black, black. Mm. K-State in the silver, white, silver. Good ball game. Probably the best ball game in the night slate. Yeah. It was sharp looking. A lot of, lot of purple, but not too much. Because TCU toned it down with the purple. Got it. That's my, that, that's my plus 400 Bevel Conway award winner. You got a game ball. I'm, you already mentioned it. I'm going Derrick Henry, 128 yards on the ground. Derek. Leading, leading receiver in terms of receptions with three on that team, which speaks to Tannehill doesn't have that A.J. Brown. He doesn't have Julio. He's, it's Derrick Henry's ball club. But I got to say, Austin Hooper. Okay. Also with three. He took a shit he, in a good way. He dropped a good, healthy... You know, uh, a lot of what is that fiber? A lot of fiber in that mm-hmm. guy's diet because he shit at the end of the game when they needed the most. He made a huge catch, and we we had it up there earlier. But um, and you're calling that a shit? He took a shit on them. Oh, okay, on them, on them. Yeah. So here's the Austin Hooper catch. Uh, they needed uh, fourth quarter. Tennessee's up six points. Now run it back one more time. Oh, this wow. is an ill-advised throw for Ryan Tannehill. He gets outside of pressure. Two things you can't do here. You can't take a sack and move further back, and you can't throw an interception. So he avoids the sack, but then he throws in a triple coverage. Austin Hooper comes down with it. I think he had three or four catches, but none of them were bigger than this one. He had three catches. He had another one, big one like this earlier. Um, but yeah, shout out to Austin Hooper. I'm going to give him the game ball. Another obscure ball out. Um, not really an MVP type performance, but huge. I like it. And that's third and six with five minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Up, up six, six points. Up six. So you're punting in a way if he doesn't yeah. come down with that. That's a good call. Uh, hollow B- man. B-hole of the week. I have a hollow man. A good one there for Austin um, Hooper. Yeah, hollow man. Malik Willis comes in the game for the Titans and wants to, you know, they want to present a little bit of a, a sexy look. They bring him in motion on the uh, the reverse. They toss it, and Malik goes, hands. He, he tries to grab the ball instead of catching it. You know what I'm saying? He's trying to grab it. It was a QB center exchange, and the broadcast blamed it on Tannehill. Um, but I'm watching it, and I'm like, you know, I'm blaming it on Malik. Doesn't even make the box score, too. I think it was James Lofton. Yeah, not a passer, not a rusher, not a receiver. And Tannehill went out there for a minute too. Hollow man, but couldn't get, couldn't get a statistic. Can I nominate myself <laughs> for Hollow Man? Please. Everybody yesterday was saying they weren't really hungover. They felt great. They all take Athletic Greens. I need to start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. G one, get it in your system. I've been on that for a little bit, and uh, feel like five hundred bucks, man. Really? Yeah, it's good stuff. At least you. You also look sexy in those rowback sweaters. Thanks, man. I appreciate sweater's that. Sweater's the wrong word, but like pullover. Yeah, thank you. And I look great touching this Wimbat app, <laughs> and I look great drinking these Miller Lights, and it's just good times over here. Is there here. anything else you want to cover before we go? No, I don't think yeah. so. Let's play some Overwatch like we, 2 later, We Kyle. could talk about that fucking Niners game all day, just like how it looked. Y'all take care of yourselves. It looks so good. Yeah! You the talk.